Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 61 of We Podcast and We Know Things. My name is Greg Hall, and alongside of me, as almost always, the best damn voice in the business, Sam Matura. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, christened on a Tuesday, married on Wednesday, took ill on Thursday. The rest will be finished later. We are here on Saturday, October 21st to bring you episode 61, and man, we again said, you know what, it's a pretty light news week. And that turned around like really fast. And like it, it just it happens every damn time. So even when there's only I see like four or five stories in the gas, something's gonna pop. It always does. It really the always truth. does. Make sure you help keep the lights on by hitting that subscribe button on YouTube, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you find the podcast. Uh, it helps us obviously in every way. You can leave a review on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, we would like to uh, read those on the air. So if you choose to leave a review, please do that. Um, one star, two star, five star does not matter. Whatever your heart desires. But you can also go to We Podcast and We Know Things It is your one stop shop for everything We Podcast and We Know Things. It has links to our iTunes, links to our Stitcher, links to our Google Play, also our Twitch page, which is twitch.tv slash VanillaBear35, our YouTube channel, um, Podbean, which is, again, a place that if you don't have an iPhone um, and you kind of want to just get the show that's not on Stitcher or Google Play or whatever, heck, even if you do, you can go to Podbean, get every episode for free on the backlog, no matter what device you have. Uh, also, our Twitter, which is at WePod and we know. Our Instagram, which is at We Podcast and We Know Things, and our Facebook page, just search out We Podcast and We Know Things. You know you'll find us. But Sam, our open today, again, we we talked about uh, a lot of jibber jabber last week, and it turned into like a fast food conversation. And uh, it got me hungry. My favorite type of my favorite type of open, my favorite type of top three, my favorite type of anything is when we don't have it planned and it's. Has nothing to do with our show, and you know, I was thinking as you know, you basically sent me the the pocket stuff, and I'm thinking like, what the hell could be our top three? I was like, you know, we talked about food last week. I know this is up Greg's alley. What's our top fast foods? Yeah, so we're gonna do instead of like the fast food we've eaten most, like our conversation was last week, we're gonna do our top three favorite fast foods. Sam and I have not told each other as usual. We don't tell each other the top three, but we're sure to probably have some sort of similarity here. But Sam. Kick us off. Oh, my number three. I know what's on your list. <laughs> Wendy's. <laughs> Just, no? No, not on my list. Wow. Uh, see, for me, I'm a sucker for the spicy chicken sandwich. Mm. I think it's a number six. I'm not mistaken. It's between that, you get that in a six piece, maybe a little, a small frosty. What more do you need? Who's better than us? <laughs> I'll tell you. Wendy's would have been my number three. I got a Wendy's right over there. That's why I That's assumed it was on your list. I can I can eat late even great. And I mean, eat great even late. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can do that, but here's the deal. And you said, like, oh, you, here's wait, the, like here's you the said, deal. spicy nuggets are back. No. I think they are. I could have sworn. Not there. Not at yours? And that's why I am that's not. That's that why is. they're not my top three. <laughs> and my number three is the new king of the spicy nugget, Burger King. Burger King brought in spicy nuggets. Wendy's got rid of them. And... And my love for the spicy nuggie goes a long way. Can I tell you my debacle? My number three was literally Burger King or Wendy's. And the reason why BK didn't get the number three? The Frosty? No, no, no. Because they have the Oreo. Yeah, okay. That's so maybe because the, their spicy chicken sandwich is just mayo no, with no, normal no, chicken? No, no, I love their Whopper. I love their Angry Whopper. You know, the original chicken sandwich with bacon is great. But the only reason they didn't get the number three spot, every single time I get chicken fries... They're never hot. They're always just room temp or cold. So that's unacceptable. If anybody from my work is listening to this podcast right now, you will know yesterday, just yesterday on Friday, I went on a rant throughout my building that, <laughs> that cold chicken is better. 
than hot oh chicken. So I actually like no, it when the chicken fries are just room temp. You. you know, I'm a big fan. But I did have the, the BK spicy chicken nugs the other night for the first time ever. It will probably be my last because they tore me apart. I told you. <laughs> but they I were, told you. But they were so good. Oh, my. Oh my God, is right, it's man. It's Tyson chicken. It's not. You're right. It's a step lower. It's You're not. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. These these ones are not the same. These are actually they are identical looking to Wendy's. They're identical. Erroneous. No, no. Erroneous on zero counts. <laughs> they're they're really good. They are juicy, tender, white no. meat. Mmm. I'm telling you, man. I'm, I'm glad someone likes them. They're super good. And you get them with the BK sweet and sour. Hit them up with a little bit of that. Oh, it was delicious. I just could only eat like five out of the ten because like it was like twelve thirty at night. I was just nah, on hockey. At, at that point, I wasn't you're hungry. in too deep, bro. I, was, I, was, I wasn't hungry I anymore. Break in the tune. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the only reason I, I did not put Wendy's on there because they killed me when they took away the spicy chicken nugs, man. That was like every Tuesday I after think it's hockey. Just, I think it's just your Wendy's that they don't like you because I'm pretty sure the one in Franklin has spicy nugs. Philadelphia Mills. Well, it'll always be Franklin to me. <laughs> that is my number three. We'll go to my number two because I know it's on Sam's list, um, but I know where it falls. My number two is, uh, may I help the next guest, please? Oh, you want 13 honey mustards, four Polynesians, and a couple of, <laughs> and a couple honey mustard barbecues? You got it, my friend. Anything else I can get for you? Chick-fil-A. And that is my number one. Absolutely. But don't you find yourself wanting Chick-fil-A the most on Sundays? Oh, I think that's it's. I think that's just because we know in our hearts and minds that they're closed, and we just want to have something that we can't have. You know what I mean? Absolutely, absence makes the heart grow fond. <laughs> and, and it's it's like we always say every time you you say your order and you say you know oh that's it thank you and they say my pleasure. It's just like, it's like the little things. It is, and that's what other fast food restaurants or chains have not been able to replicate. Yeah. And I'll tell you right now, guys, all it takes. Is starting from the ground up, hire better people. Yeah, it's the truth. That's it. Chick Fil A hires good and, people. And Chick Fil A, every time I go, they are always fast. The food always comes out hot. And another thing, they have the best side salads in the business. I mean, I don't eat rabbit food. So. Well, I, yo, I do, bro. It's, um, it's good. I, I just, I appreciate. You know, a lot of people have the the. We won't get into the whole religious thing, but a lot of people choose not to eat there. Maybe. Choose not to work there, whatever, because of the whole religious thing and the Sunday thing. I don't and care the, if they believe the, but, but the aliens. The I don't care. That's the thing. It doesn't make my food taste any different. Exactly. You know what I mean? And I I don't care if I, you know, where my money goes. It all goes to corporate hell. I'm, True. You know what I mean? So I, uh, I'm i a wholehearted fan of Chick-fil-A. And I actually thought of this the other day. All, I believe it was on Sunday morning when I woke up and Ash and I were like, what do I want to do uh, for lunch? You know, what do we want to do for lunch? I forget what we ended up doing, but I said... Man, you ever hear like the old saying, every time uh, every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings? Yeah, I've heard that. I have a the similar feeling of like every time someone bought, like drives to Chick-fil-A on a Sunday and then realizes it's closed. Like, an angel dies. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like a Burger King Jesus. employee gets its wings or something. Because like I can't imagine the, the shock, terror, and awe on a father's face as he goes to pick up his kids at 12-pack. And they're closed on a Sunday, no, and he didn't know it. It's, it's definitely a hurt piece. And, and we were talking about spicy chicken. Every time you go get their spicy chicken, it's just huge. It's huge. I, like, I know um, Preston Steve, I can talk about last week, where it's like people were calling in that their chickens were too big. I wanted to come and slap the people. Like, the sandwiches can never be too big. Grow up. And like, we cut it in half, save it for later. Who the hell has time for that? You eat the chicken like a grown man or woman. That's absolutely right, Sam. You don't – it's fast food. <laughs> it is it, – it's, it's, it's almost like – 
it's almost like tapas, like small portions. Like <laughs> it's fast food. Order yeah. it and then eat the damn sandwich. And you can't go wrong with their their grilled nugs. The regular nugs are fine. I and hate the. I don't no. like the grilled nugs. The Polynesian. It, it's Polynesian's all, it, it's where phenomenal. it's at. It's the only sauce that's it's really like honey more, mustard is great. Yeah, but I'm saying the Polynesian is something you can't get anywhere else. True. Okay. I mean, it's it's their yeah. version of sweet and sour, but it's it's better. It's, it's, it's better. It's just better flat out. Every time I go to Chick Fil A, this is a little secret for you guys. Chick Fil A does not care how many sauces you basically no. order. Every time I go to Chick-fil-A, I order two more sauces than I know I'm going to need, and I stash them. Of course. My drawer at work in my office has more Polynesian yeah. than Good. anything Good else. It's, it's crazy. I have probably about two dozen Polynesians when, in there, When we baby. get to my number two, I basically do the same thing. Even though I may have to pay for it, it's still worth it. Before we get into your top t- uh, – your number two, and then without, we'll lead to my number one. Um, do you find yourself with any any of your three choices – I get the same thing every time, like clockwork, from everywhere I go. Do you have that kind of same um, thing? You know, sometimes I'm in the mood for like that cheeseburger. Some Wendy's has that good burger. Sometimes, they but do. nine out of ten times, I get I get that chicken sandwich and nuggets. Um, Chick fil A. It's usually the the spicy chicken or the char grilled chicken nuggets salad. Like that's I stay. I have a little wheelhouse I stay into. I yeah. usually don't branch out. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost a creature of habit, especially with number one. I haven't deviated from this number one in years. Same with. Uh, an honorable mention. I won't say it now because it might spoil my number one. But Sam, you're number two. Well, I don't think it's any surprise. It's my kryptonite, McDonald's. Yeah. I mean, I there. I to this day, I think there's something in the Big Macs that that keeps me coming back for more. Um, it, it's it's that and, and people talk shit about the nuggets, but for some reason, I, I still love their nuggets because they're different. Yeah, they're crispy and. You know, there was sweet and, a, there their was, sweet and sour is really good. There was a time I was I think it was last year, the year before that, where they stopped making um, spicy mustard or the, or the hot mustard, mm. and I was devastated because it was like my favorite sauce, and, and I didn't get no announcement. I, I remember I only had one saved up. It was it was a tough time. It was like a tough year for me. So now what you do with <laughs> with Chick Fil A is every time I go there, I ask for extra hot mustard, and I pay the dollar whatever the hell they. I don't give a yeah, shit they what charge they like charge twenty me. cents a pack or something, and I'll and I'll pay it because whatever's in that hot mustard. I love. Yeah. So, I, I, and, and come on. got to order the extra sauce, and I always follow up. When, when I order the extra sauce, I always say, yeah, and I'll pay for the extra, no problem. Of course. Before they even ask so, me to. But sometimes when you say that, they don't even charge. They're like, ah, yep. you know, who's Oh, my God, deal. yeah. Oh, I have absolutely conned my way into plenty of free <laughs> sauces in my life. And it had to be number two also because of their breakfast. I'm a, I'm a sucker for the sausage, egg McMuffin, no cheese, and Northern McGriddle. And once in a while, when I drank too much the night before, the deluxe big breakfast. My so number one, number I, I left McDonald's off my list. It is easily the fast food I've eaten the most, which is easily why it had to be left off my list. Taco Bell? Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell is my number one. It's not even close. It, had, it, had it was the easiest it it call I've ever made. Uh, my Taco Bell. I love See, the old bell. I mean, like, I thought about it. It's like, but... Like recently, I haven't like been going there as much. Like that's easily a four or five for me. But it's a fight between Taco Bell and Burger King. But they have so many good things. It's it's tough for me every time I go. So they opened one up over in Warminster, about ten minutes away from where we sit right here. And uh, dude, not only I mean it's packed. It's the only Taco Bell in the area, so it's always packed. You got to go there at two times, or you're just gonna stand in line. I once waited for an hour and fifteen minutes from the time I walked in to the time I walked out. It was a mess. So yours is like the Franklin. They, it's, they it's, take it, a while. It, they do, but it was because it's packed. But this one has the free Wi-Fi, sure. Of course. has a fire pit outside that you can sit around while you eat Taco Bell. 
Tell me another. No, that's very classy. Tell me another place that has a fire pit with you know the nice wooden stained seats, a beautiful big one with the ledge so you can put your food on it so the fire doesn't come over. I might stop over there in the middle. And it's on York and Street Road over here by a GameStop, a Subway, uh, Papa John's, Rita's. It's all right there. Can I ask you a question? What's up? Have you ever tried Taco Bell's breakfast? Uh, no, because everything they have is egg. And I don't eat eggs. You know, I don't eat eggs. I was going to say they have the, uh, this sausage crunch wrap, dude. They, mm-hmm. they Again, they put like this sauce the, in it. And the hash browns in there too. Dude, it's so – it's the only thing – like the I go there and it's, it's two subs. So it's I $3, I have my breakfast. It's it, There's crack in there, I think. <laughs> Our buddy Ryan and I have a thing where anytime either one of us goes to Taco Bell, me especially on my end, I take a picture of my receipt and send him the total. My goal is to stay under $16, but it's very difficult. Damn, that's your goal? That's my goal. <laughs> It, Holy shit. it is because what I get might not be a ton, but I unfortunately I'm a creature of habit, and I get two quesadillas, and they're yeah, they're, like and they're four, five, five bucks yeah, a piece. Four, That's the problem. Now I could do the smart thing of what he does now is they started those shredded chicken quesadillas, mini quesadillas for a buck. I can get five of them for the price of one, <laughs> but they but they don't have just chicken and cheese. They got this weird chili sauce, yeah, and it's shredded chicken bad. instead of like diced up chicken. It's just I, I want the the normal the, yeah. the you know the original I guess I'm willing to pay for it yeah. so I get two it's chicken I get two chicken and cheese quesadillas no creamy jalapeno extra mild sauce hold on extra mild sauce two Mexi melts a caramel apple empanada and a Dorito <laughs> and a cooler ranch Dorito Locos taco please no lettuce no cheese Ugh. that's what I do you poor soul oh man it's about sixteen eighty four every time. Oh, that's a herpes, bro. Yeah, I know. That's why I only eat it like once a month. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess you're good you need, if you need a little, a quick flush, you know what I mean? Dude, if I need a quick flush, I'll eat some like goldfish, <laughs> like a Ritz cracker. Oh, wait, wipe oh, me Ritz out, bro. I'm on, I'm on the shelf. Are you kidding me? But that that is our top three favorite fast foods. And I hope, and by the way, we are not sponsored by any of these, but again, we're open to it. Of course. Send us coupons. Um, but uh, we... Uh, we absolutely hope you guys enjoyed the free plugs but are very hungry after that because it's 8.13 a.m. on a Saturday, and all I can think about is fast food right now. I mean, I had a donut on the way over, but it wasn't it wasn't the breakfast I need. Sam, our trivia is one to nothing me as we go to first to 11, win by two. Again, if you're new to the show, trivia, uh, we ask each other a question. If you get it straight away, it is one point. If you need multiple choice answers and you get it right after that, it is one half of a point. Uh, so... Um, we have done it. We're now on our third round of the trivia challenge um, because we had decided to cut it off and start fresh after our hiatus. I won that one. I don't feel right about it. I won a full 11 winner. As you should. You, I should, was you up, shouldn't feel like that. I was up 9-3 to three on Sam, and he came back, and he won. How does that make you feel? You made me some hard <laughs> questions. That's what I make. That's how it makes me feel. Sam went way off topic a couple times. We'll keep it going. I think today's okay. going to be the toughest question, uh, one of the toughest questions I've ever asked you. And mine, I hate to say, it's, it's actually another comic book yeah. question, but I think it's, it's a curveball. So I'll, I'll start us off. What comic book hero did Kingpin first appear in comics? What comic book hero yeah, did so, Kingpin so, first appear so in comics? So is it like, so like what Thor, com- Doctor so King, Strange? So Kingpin the villain, what, yeah, where exactly. did he first show up? Yeah, exactly. I know it wasn't Daredevil. Because he is, I just, I literally just saw something. It might be Daredevil, but I just saw something. Uh, I'm sure it's part of my choices. Um, I just saw something the other day where Kingpin was in it, and it was an old comic. <clears throat> I wasn't, what was I even watching? 
I mean, I think I'm gonna need. I think I'm gonna need the choices. Um, I know Daredevil is gonna be one of them. And if I hear, oh, you know what? It no, <laughs> it wasn't that. If I hear the other thing that I think I was thinking of, I'm just gonna go with that. And if not, I'll go Daredevil. So let me hear the choices. You have A. Punisher. B. Spider Man. C. Daredevil. D. Iron Man. Shit. <laughs> that 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 is not under the listings. Um, Punisher, Spider Man, Daredevil, and what? Iron Man. Iron Man. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna eliminate Iron Man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go. <sighs> It could be so easy or so hard. I'm like beating myself up over it. I know. I figured it. Honestly, if you asked me this, I would have. I would be like, hmm, interesting. You know what? It was. I was totally. I think I was watching a documentary on Spider Man, and he came up in it. B Spider Man. Final answer? Yes. Correct. Yes. Okay. That's shit, brother. Yes. I thought I thought the Daredevil might throw the wrench. It totally in. did. It totally did. And but, with Punisher in there. But it's crazy because like less than a week ago, like this sometime in the last few days, I totally saw Kingpin's name in in a, oh. like a Spider Man. Whoever it is, thank him. I think I, it was on YouTube. I don't even know why I was even watching it. I don't know, but um. So my Good question, job, brother. Thank you. One point five. Yep. My question is so right now it's one point five to zero. Um. Again, we just started this back, so. Uh, my question's difficult, like I said, but ba- maybe not, um, but it is movie-related. Shoot. Okay. Uh, based off something we will talk about in the movie section today, something you saw, Matt Damon was the star of Rounders, one of our favorite okay. mm-hmm. movies about poker, okay. watched a million times growing up. How does his character, Mike McDermott, beat Teddy KGB in Rounders? You tricked me. What hand did he have that beat Teddy KGB in Rounders? It's so long since I've seen that movie. I'm, I, it's been so long, I'm going to have to hear the, the, the choice hands you have. Maybe it'll ring a bell. Aces uh, full of kings, so a boat, mm-hmm. aces over kings, mm-hmm. a flush that he caught on the turn, a straight flush, or he flopped the nuts straight. It's been so long since I've seen the rounders. I can see them sitting there. Chick, chick, chick. I see it all. He trapped me. I'm going to say he flopped it. Think about that. You're correct. Yeah. Congratulations. One, It's one and a half to a half. Think about it. When you say check, check, yeah, check, because he flopped it and slow played it. That's exactly what I was like. Check, check. I was like, maybe he flopped it. Whew, dude, that was tough, man. That was a good question. I would, I would have never thought of that question. He flops the nuts straight. To beat Teddy KGB. That's all Pay I can see, Malkovich. Pay that man his money. <laughs> he beat me. He beat me. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> and every time we play cards to this day, oh, we can't God. play a, a, a tournament without, I, I still without hope, quoting that. There was rumors that they were making a second one. I really hope they do. Bring yeah. back Ed Norton. I would bring, bring, all back. I'd bring back Malkovich in a heartbeat. That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't you? Teddy KGB is... He, he is like... I bring back Moneymaker. <laughs> <laughs> he's like one of my... Probably like top three 
favorite oh, really? villains of all time because he's just so quotable. Yeah, okay. He's so quotable. Yeah. I, not really a villain. He's no. just doing his thing. Yeah. And it's actually Matt Damon's almost kind of the villain because he does it to himself. Yeah. People with gambling issues, you know, God bless you. I hope you seek help. But they kind of they do it to, themselves. to themselves. You yeah. know what I mean? It's a sick, it's a sick disease, huh? So we're going to start off in the music space with a quick show review. I saw brand new uh, this week. Um, with a couple friends, well, particularly one friend, we we actually didn't get to meet up with with my buddy, uh, Mike. So unfortunately, but he texted me afterwards saying sorry. I said the same thing. It was just were you standing or, or did you have a seat? <clears throat> no, I was sold out, and it was we were. I'll tell you in a second. We we got so we're gonna start off in that music space. We're gonna move to gaming first this week or second this week, then movies. End it with TV, and obviously our pick of the week. But with the show, um. <laughs> it was at the Electric Factory, right off of 7th and Spring Garden in Philadelphia, and um, super good show, but if you've ever been to the Electric Factory, and anybody in Philadelphia who's been to the Electric Factory, you kind of know it's it's a it's a huge room. It's got, when you kind of walk in, you can go up steps up to a balcony area with a bar and sit along the top and look down. It's got a sidebar underneath that top bar, so you can go off to the side. It's got a huge room for a pit in the middle, and then like all the merch and such is in the back. Well... We both have full-time jobs, Ryan and I, so <clears throat> we, um, we got there about 6.50, doors were at 7. Oh, that's not bad. I mean, no, it's bad. So show was sold out. So the line went from the front door, wrapped down through the fence, around that weird kind of low-key emo bar that's around there, Jesus and then God. wrapped around that building. So I didn't even try to find him. I just stood in the corner and waited for the line to get to where he was at, and I just jumped in it. Um, what an asshole. <laughs> that's cool. I was only like, it was only 30 okay, seconds. Like that. The line was moving. Um, he only got there like maybe three four minutes before i did so we ended up parking in the same lot anyway so um get there and because a lot of people want to go up top to get a good seat up there a lot of people go to the bar a lot of people went to the and, merch and you can't well, um bring a drink to the floor no nah, not here not here like. uh yeah. tla you can but not here um and a lot of people went to the merch man i was my plan was to get they just released four new shirts so my plan was to go get one and as soon as we walked in, the line was up to Wazoo. So I just didn't even try. Yeah. We just went right to the spot. We got middle, middle. Like, we were talking 15 feet That's from the bad. stage, That's directly in the middle. Perfect, perfect. Perfect for getting people thrown on your head. And so uh, <laughs> they opened up with uh, Not A Surf was the band that opened up for them. Hugely popular band in the 90s, early 2000s. Um, they have a, t- a bunch of songs in, uh, like, teen movies. Uh, growing up, like popular, and I, what is it? Something love, mostly love, or only love. You you would absolutely know the songs if you've heard them. But they come on, dude. The bass player, dead ringer for Pope Joy. Dead really? dead ringer. I'm talking. Awesome. Ryan pointed it out. He goes, "That's Pope Joy with dreads." Like that's it. So when we're done here, I only have video, so I can't show you any photos right now. Um, but I'll show you the video right, cool, when we cool. get off of him. Same facial expressions that he makes. Same. Way he talks, his face is exactly the same. Maybe Pope Joy's been the bassist this whole time. I texted him. I said, I had no idea you were the bass player. He's like, yeah, it's a side gig. (laughs) He has like long dreads. But other than that, man, it is Pope Joy 2 at T. Not a surf. They they were very good. I mean, it was a band that I never, you don't really remember. But when you do, you're like, oh, cool. I get to see them. It's nice. And they they put on a a nice show. Uh, And then brand new, you know, lights go down for brand new. And everyone, actually, truth be told, let me back up. In between bands, probably twenty five minute wait uh, between bands, and there was only two, so it was nice. But uh, I, I had made a status on Facebook saying, "I can't believe I'm old enough to actually be able to type this, but teenagers are assholes." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I, remember I saw that. Yeah. And that is because, like, I'm almost thirty, so I'm not old, but I'm not a kid anymore. Yeah. 
Uh, I may act like it, but I'm not a kid anymore. And we're just standing there, Ryan and I, talking fantasy football, sports, the honeymoon, having a good time, just just chatting, right? Yeah. I haven't seen him since the wedding day, so it's good to see him and chat. And uh, and we we have plenty of room. There's probably a good foot between us and the people ahead of us, so we don't we're not squinched up or anything like that. Nice people to the side of us, just enjoying their conversation, doing their thing, whatever. And uh, all of a sudden, this line of probably 16 to 18 oh, year olds maybe chain. just chained yeah. up and just walked through. And they kept saying, not us. It's not us. We're not doing it. We're not doing it. Yeah. And Ryan, so Ryan threw an elbow at him. I kind of gave him a jab a little bit as they're walking because they have no, they just push. Yeah, they, they, don't, don't they don't give a shit. And they park right in front of us. We end up getting pushed back probably six feet because of just how many many there were, and they just shoved themselves in this little one-foot space in front of me, all of them. So we get pushed back. I'm not at a point in my life where I feel like starting a fight with a kid, (laughs) right? So I'm just like, all right, we're we're good. We'll stand here, and everything will be fine because when they come on, the show will kind of open up a little bit. And um, so what we did was the show comes on, and all these kids are, like, smoking weed and everything like that. So I'm kind of of pissed off as it is. Like, I'm not about that. Yeah. So – they the show comes on and everyone just bum smushes, stage, just yeah. bum rushes the stage, and we're just getting tossed around like rag dolls, which is fun <laughs> when you're that age. Because yeah. ten years ago, I'd have been all over it. Fifteen years ago, it would have been me being that asshole yeah, teenager. Now everything hurts. But now everything hurts so bad. Yeah. So after three songs, I was like, "Big guy, I'm done. Yeah. Like, I'm over this." So you I went just back. I know. I hopped over to the side along the wall. So I was still Dude, the that's exact the, same. That's the best spot. Yeah, I was still the exact yeah. same length, and I, but I just like hopped right over to the side. Two drummers, perfectly in sync, kicking friggin' ass. Like the bass drums, like hurt me on the inside because it was so loud, <laughs> so just insane. And, and the speakers, I think, are right to yeah, the left. Yeah, yeah. They they wrapped their all their uh, mic stands in flowers. It was wonderful. They had this big giant guard cage that got lowered down in front of them so you couldn't see them as they're playing. They come up and start with "Lit Me Up." From their new record, science fiction, First song? very science yeah. fiction heavy record or uh, show, but comes down and everybody's like, "Why the hell is this thing down? We can't see them." Yeah. And then when they start the chorus, "Lit me up," you see it orange, orange, bit. no orange lights on it start to shimmer, and people are like, "Oh, it's so cool!" Because the that guard cage is actually an LS, an LED screen. Ah, cool. So it starts cool. to shimmer to the song, to the beat of the song, and then after th- two or three songs, after they do all these three theatrics on this big guard cage, then it lifts up. And you start to see them play, and Jesse was on his freaking game, dude. Yeah. I was the best I'd yeah. seen Jesse ever. Good. He was so good. <clears throat> they go through the set, very science fiction heavy. Couple songs from Deja, couple songs from De- uh, Devil and God. Nothing from your favorite weapon. Little bit from Daisy. They end it. They all walk off, but Jesse stays on. The lights are dark. You can't really see him, but you know he's there. Everybody's cheering. Jesse Lacey, and uh, picks up a song. Uh, picks up an acoustic. I said to Ryan, "Here comes play crack the sky." Thinking yeah, logically, yeah. Um, never, never thinking of never your weapon, <laughs> and he just or or mixtape, yeah. you know. But then he starts playing Soko Amaretto Lime, and the place went ape shit, and we are all just in unison, just screaming it. And he adds a lot of nice touches to yeah. it now. He makes it really good. But what I love the best part of it was towards the end when it's you're just jealous that we're young and in love. Everybody starts screaming. Of course, the court, that the, part. The crowd's gonna... But he sings the actual words behind it. And I know oh, the cool. actual words yeah. behind it because yeah. I cover the song. So I'm singing the actual part. <laughs> it's, um, you're just jealous because you're we're young and in love. Your stomach's filled up, but you're starved for conversations. You're spending all your nights growing old in your bed, and you're tearing up your photos because you want to forget it's over. Mm-hmm. And I'm screaming that part. Yeah. But everybody else is like, you're just yeah. jealous. And it's like a perfect unison. And then he's just like, thank you. 
and that's and it. That's it. And oh. we were at the doors. We walked right out, got to our cars, left zero and, traffic. And see, like, I mean, that's awesome to hear that. You know, of course they're gonna play the new the new songs, the new record. They have to support that. But it's good to hear, like, you know, like Soko. Like, when was the last time he played that song? And, and he knows I haven't heard it in ten and, years. And, live. He, and he has to know that people love their first record. Maybe he hates it or for whatever reason just tired of it. You know, just all the years Probably playing tired, it. Yeah. You know, but just. Give the fans a little bit, like, because you know, because he had to see the reaction. Like, David, did you see the reaction when we played that song? You know what I mean? Like, he has to know that fans love it. Brand new is definitely a band that doesn't care about trends. They don't. They clearly break them. They don't. They don't. They they, they don't want to be hip and popular. But it was really cool that they did that for us. So I would say it's a solid show. Six out of ten in my book. That's solid. And as we move into the gaming space, Sam, after again a really good show, uh, I said to you a couple weeks ago on the podcast that I quit Pokemon Go. I was done. Yep. After a solid year plus of playing that app every day. Lies. I said no, <laughs> no. What did I say to you? I said I, I know, until they dropped and dropped. So they the dropped next Gen Jet. three, yeah. and they have done most of that. Now some of that, I should say. Maybe so, they listen. So Gen three has been released in Pokemon Go, kind of. So starting today, actually starting yesterday, the twentieth, rolling through till November second, they have a Halloween event. I've already caught three different Gen three ghost types, which is cool. I'm sorry, two different Gen 3 ghost types, a Shuppet and a Duskull. Um, and all the ghost types from Gen 3 are there, which is really, really cool. It's better than nothing. And the candies are reduced for eggs. The candies oh, are reduced cool. for your buddy. Charmander's a 1KM to, to get a candy to walk with. Um, special Pikachu with a witch hat on. I don't really care yeah, about I that. that. I catch them all, the, 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 the special Pikachus, but I don't give a shit about them. Um, <laughs> he's like one of my least favorite Pokemon. Um, we know you're a Raichu guy. That's damn right I am. And it'll be going until November 2nd, but really cool. Again, you're going to see increased Pokemon just in general, but increased ghost types from now until November 2nd. This is how I got my Gengar last year. was yep. strictly because we, of this we event. We all did. Yeah, my Marowak was because of this. Got a lot of Cubones last year. Actually found a, Mar- a Marowak in the wild. Uh, found a Gengar in the wild, too, so I had two. Um, I don't know because... <clears throat> I don't know if... Like Haunter and Gengar are going to be available. All they said was increased Ghastly, and along with the other base types. But a at lot least of Ghastly cool, will be there. But a lot of cool. You have an opportunity to get Bennett, Dusclops, um, Dusclops, Bennett. Uh, trying to think of the other really cool ghost types in Gen Three. Um, but you have a chance to get all the cool Generation Three ghost types. With a uh, caveat that all the other Gen Three will be released in uh, December, which is really cool. And I went through the list of all the Gen 3s and how you can evolve them. They're going to be opening up new items. So even more items, awesome. evolution stones and items are going to be coming. Uh, and did you ever hear of the Pokemon Feebas? You definitely caught one I, the Sun I, I and I had moon. to, but it just... It I'm looks rusty. exactly like a, a Magikarp, but like ancient. It's a blue I, triangular I, I, tail. I, I think I know what it is. It's a derpy thing. Yeah. It's the same thing. It doesn't really have any moves. It evolves into Milotic. It's beautiful, like pink dragon air type looking thing. Um... They have that in Gen 3. It's the same thing as Magikarp. 400 candies. Holy shit. Yeah. Which almost cuts into Magikarp. I hope now that not Magikarp well, uh, doesn't spawn any less. Well, I was going to say, but people... I need my shiny Gyarados. I got uh, my I, shiny Magikarp. Well, I was going to say, I'm sure half the people already have the Gyarados just because there's Magikarp. Especially if you went to the wharf. They were just... You can cut 10 of them in 5 minutes. I hope that, Ma- that yeah, Feebass will be at the well, wharf I mean, too, I, though. I, they're... I'd imagine so, because how else are you going to get 400 candies? Yeah, I got my Magikarp. I got my Gyarados, but I want my friggin'... Oh, you want the red one? I want I, my I, red Gyarados. Of course. So. I just hope he's he's strong. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want them to be some wimpy-ass red Gyarados. But it's cool because I am back into Pokemon Go, and it started yesterday. All I did was get one gym. I'm sorry, one uh, stop and caught one thing, and I put it away. So it's not like I was even playing it for a while. I played it for a minute yeah. maximum, and I played be- it this morning for a minute. You'll be back. Well, I mean, I'll be back to playing it when I'm walking yeah, somewhere exactly. and stuff like that. You want the Gen 3? I got you. Yeah. But December will be cool because yeah. they're going to drop it in the middle of the freaking winter. And as we know, my stuff is still lost. Yeah, and as we know, um, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon come out November 17th, the same day as Justice League, the same day as something else we'll talk about in a little bit. You guess it. A ton of things are coming out. I mean, it's the holidays. And, and that's $40? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to have to pick it up. Oh, yeah, and we talked about it. I said I'll get Ultra Sun, and you said me too. Pissed. You won't get Moon. We'll, we'll rock, paper, scissors for it. <laughs> I would like to not get the same version, but I did that last time when I pre-ordered Sun, and so did you, and I was the one who caved and got Moon. Turns out it was the best decision ever. Moon clearly, clearly kicks ass. That's why I want Sun this time to get a little bit of both. Uh, but well, Ultra we'll Sun, see. Ultra Moon is the, uh, again, coming out uh, in a couple weeks. I'm really hyped for it because uh, in an interview, <clears throat> uh, I'll actually just read the quote for you here. Um, in an interview that I found on IGN, let's see. Game Freak director Shigeru Uh, Omori explained that the company has seen each of its 3DS games to the full extent of what it could be uh, of what could be achieved on the handheld console to quote when we were making Pokemon X and Y we really were trying to push the 3DS system to its absolute limits which is what we thought we had done but when Sun and Moon came around we completely redesigned the system and actually ended up pushing the 3DS even further to what we thought we could get the most draw out of it however the process of improvement seems to have come to an end with the upshot being the Game Freak will move on to new games. Uh, I'm sorry, new move on after the new games release on November 17th. Wow. Again, to quote, with Ultra Sun and Moon, explains Omori, we've tried to eke out what more and more really, really, I'm sorry, we've tried to eke out more and really, really push the system to its absolute limits here. And we're now feeling that perhaps this is the maximum of what we can get out of the 3DS. So we're really treating Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as a culmination of our work on the 3DS system. And will be the last RPG on the 3DS. Make, wow. Basically announcing that this is the last game you will ever yeah. find on a 3DS or Pokemon. And Nintendo Switch will be its home for the foreseeable future. And, and that's basically what I got. So, okay. So after this, there, what's the point of having a Nintendo 3DS anymore? When everything is Met- becoming Switch? Metroid. Yeah, okay. But I'm, I'm just From saying, Nintendo's yeah. standpoint and from Game Freak's standpoint, there is none. Yeah. We saw that this bad boy was going to take over the 3DS. He's grabbing his Nintendo Switch. Yeah. We, we saw that this guy was going to take over the 3DS for a while yeah. now. I mean, this is just as clear as day that this is a better yeah, 3DS. Yeah, it is. I mean, I, I can't argue with you or, the, or with them. And what's really cool, man, is these are now readily available. Yeah. They're all on every, Amazon every Prime all the time. Every time I go to Target, if I see them, Toys R Us. You see them in stock at GameStop. Yeah, I will, I'll yeah. take a picture, throw it up. Hey, if anybody's looking for a Switch, they're here. Um, Sean Carcheese does the same thing. So, uh, I mean, they're available. I mean, so. I'm, st- I'm still glad that I bought my 3DS when I did. I, and I yeah. got lucky. I got the, the, the you lucky got a really one. good Pokemon one that's going to be limited edition. It already is. Yeah. So, you got a really it's good sold one. sold out everywhere. So, eventually, God forbid, if I'm ever... In the need of a few shekels, I always have that. <laughs> but you you do plan on making a purchase here for Ultra Sun, Ultra Although, Moon, which is good. It's going to be a buy for forty bucks. Why not? Yeah, and we'll we'll culminate just like we kind of did for Sun and Moon every week. Um, we did it for X and Y when Sam played that too in the podcast. We kind of gave the update of where we were. That you was know, so I, much fun. You know, you know I beat two talk. Pokemon games in a month. I'm kind of a big deal. 
that. <laughs> so when we do that for Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon, Sam and I, I'm sure we're going to talk about it um, and kind of show where we're at and show progress. We did that a lot last year. I missed definitely doing that and sending pictures of what we caught and what we evolved and where we're at and who we just beat because I had trouble beating somebody that he beat really easily, and then I beat somebody really easily that he wasn't even at yet. So it was but really I mean, good. But my line, it was they were first team all state. They couldn't be touched. Except for when you battled me, pal. <laughs> the, one, the one time. That, that well, I had my Toxapex, which was your... That was your kryptonite. Yeah, it was. You could, he, you could he had to go to Toxapex. Um, he was a freaking wall, too. And he would yeah. poison... I would yeah. poison you just yeah. every time. I'm saying. And you couldn't get through my Toxapex. It was pretty sweet. But... Uh, I pissed in your gasoline tank on the way out. But that's for another Sucks day. for you, then. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it didn't burn. That's all. No, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, fine i just got some ethanol for free that, that's why some, you got the new car some 80, it was something yeah, else. some 87 grade for nothing it's really thank you i appreciate it sunoco's a little pricey nowadays uh but again these games will be the last and we knew that because at e3 this year they did announce that a main series pokemon game will be coming to nintendo switch i think what this does is almost cements the fact that it'll be generation eight yeah i agree and that's it we got the we got I mean, the sequels it, it, now it's it, got to be gen 8 i mean it sucks that i don't have a switch i probably won't get the switch you know but i will I will definitely want to see how it plays when you get it because I know that's going to be a day one buy for you. Yeah. So I mean, I'm I'm hyped for it, of course. What I would love and hate at the same time, and this is like a grander thing that I haven't told you about yet. It's not in the rundown, and I'm sorry for going off topic. But uh, what I would love this game on Switch to be, but also hate it to be, is the last never, generation never, eight. Never generation eight last game ever, and it incorporates every single region of Pokemon ever. Gen 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, you go to every single region and become a true master, and you get everything. You start in 8, you go to Kanto from Gen 1, and you literally play every game. What I would hate about that, and why I think it's impossible for you to revisit every every single island, every single generation, every single region, whatever, the leveling system. How are you really going to, A, you stop at 100, you can't go higher than 100. How are you really going to progress through a story if you go to 8 different islands? After one island, you're at level 50. You know, it just doesn't no, I hear, make or, sense. Or what if they just they raise the levels? I mean, got rid of a level cap? Can you imagine having a level 411 freaking Ivysaur? Why not? You know, right <laughs> that the, breaks the game a little right, bit. Remember the, the Game Shark? Weren't they, were they at 999 or were they always at level 100? I don't remember. I don't I don't know. Back in, I don't remember. But, like, okay, we know it's not going to be their last because that would be dumb and stupid. So maybe, like, 8 and 9, I assume they're, they're going to make a 9, comes to Switch, and then maybe for 10, they do something special where they kind of combine everything and then make it some kind of. You know, I mean that's probably ten ultimate years. Ultimate Pokemon, line. of yeah. course. That's what I'm saying. So give them time to you know to develop maybe, all these games into one. Maybe a Pokemon MMO, like a big mass multiplayer Pokemon yeah, game that incorporates all the I mean, gens. You know, and you start from Kanto Gen that's One. That's what I'm saying. I start from Gen Six in the hell's the French place? I can't remember. Um, whatever. I'll say seven because it's a Lola seven. I'm there. Boom, and we kind of go on our own journeys. We can meet up and. In Johto or whatever, that, that'd be neat. And like you said, they have years to figure all this out. You know, I, I can see it. You know, be done. Pokemon's be. not going to stop. Oh no, I, I, that's why I would love and hate. I don't. I, I would love it because it's like I mean, I'm I'm playing. I can't wait to play a full fledged Pokemon RPG in beautiful 3D graphics and textures course. with a wonderful looking Charizard or Scyther, Scizor, or whatever, um, freaking Crab Brawler on my big ass HD TV. Oh, definitely. I can't freaking wait. And, and the money's definitely still there because even the, the Pokemon trading card, people send their cards oh into PSA to get graded. I'm watching Charizard, like nine, ten minutes going for like 500 to to $1,000 mm-hmm. each. Mm-hmm. So their money's still there. Oh my God, yeah. And the trading card game is just as popular as ever. Yep. And they just released a shiny Pokemon deck with all shiny Pokemon. That's and, never been done before. And 
people are gonna want and people are you know collectors and they want every single card in that set i'm surprised i'm surprised from the card game aspect that they never just put in every i don't know three thousand packs a shiny well that would have been really neat well they have an well, idea back then there were there was no shiny correct yeah but they Card, trading card games been going on. Forever. No, but I'm, oh, I'm saying I'm now. About, like, in well, the, in, now it, I imagine there's shiny Pokemon in the cards. They just released the first ever shiny pack of all shinies. Uh, well, the but, decks. but I'm pretty sure it didn't hurt them because they're still making billions on billions. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't know about billions, but okay. sure, I'm, they're I'm, making I, money. I, if you t- if someone type in how much has your Pokemon made in trading cards, I'll bet you it's over a billion dollars. Yeah, a culmination. Yeah, yeah since 1996. Okay. Yes, it's a 96. You're absolutely right. Since 1996. <laughs> Over a billion dollars, but it's really neat uh, that that this is it. I mean, yeah. we're gonna be playing, and it's gonna be like kind of bittersweet Three weeks. when we hit the end. It's like, whoa. Well, because we hit we hit the end. At least for me, I thought the last one I beat pretty fast. 30, 35 hours for me. I may not be able to beat it as fast. Yeah, but um, it, it will be beat. Yeah, mine mine was thirty five hours beating, and then I played a total of eighty two hours. Uh, before I gave up, I was six Pokemon away from completing. Yeah, and, the I, and I beat the Elite Four like fifty times. Yeah, me so, too, because yeah. I leveled up yeah, of everything. Course. Yeah. I, that's one old Pokemon. When I took I took my 3DS to GDQ in January, um, and I beat the Elite Four once, waiting for some game to start. I don't remember. It's the last time I played it. Damn. Yeah, January. But it's hey, listen, I played it's Pokemon since I played Overwatch. There. So, um, and this wasn't in the run done either. But I'm just thinking through it because I went through my memories on Facebook. Uh, on this day yesterday and uh it was a year ago yesterday that the nintendo switch was announced damn it was october 20th 2016 when they came out with the first five minute video of you know they unveiled the name of the nintendo switch and they were playing in parties (laughs) and rooftops and the kid was playing zelda and he's playing on his tv and all of a sudden he leaves and he clicks it out of the thing and he's just playing it and i'm like what the frick is this and i'm freaking i'm watching it in my little I had like this tiny office last year, this little cubby hole I called it, my breakfast nook, and uh, <laughs> and uh, I remember watching it in there and just kind of losing it. Like, yeah. what am I watching? And you knew whether you whether you knew or not, you were getting it as soon as you saw it. Oh my god, yeah. yeah. Even though I didn't pre-order it, and I wasn't super hyped around the name, and uh, there was definitely some things that I was now it's probably your favorite system mm-hmm. it's not even close yeah. okay so yeah, it's not even you close. went from there to that yep and i got i got it uh through my buddy uh kev his brother sold me his i got zelda with it so my first game ever technically was zelda but the first game i purchased was blaster master zero on march 10th 2017 and i look back at all that stuff it was a week after it came out that's why okay, okay. and and i remember in january as i'm at gdq the Thursday night that I was there, we were there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, into Sunday. And uh, the Thursday night that I was there, second night, that's when they did their big giant press conference. And they unveiled all the Joy-Con and HD Rumble and all the features and some games, ARMS. Then they hit the Mario trailer, the Mario Odyssey trailer. And I'm just like, oh. Yeah, I, you were sold. And I was with my buddy Alan. He pre-ordered his through GameStop, I believe, right then and there. I didn't because I figured whatever. I'll just it'll be figure it'll it out. be there. I'll figure it <laughs> out. It goes along. You are. And then I just, Ash, I don't need a switch. Ash, I don't need a switch. Babe, can I get a switch? I just yep. want a switch. Just give me a switch. And it's yeah. turned out to be the best thing. It's yeah. the best console. So, it's it's really neat that it was just a year ago today that all this happened in a year that it was announced. The press conference, the release, Zelda, Mario Kart, every the Splatoon two, all these things have happened in this year, all leading up to in less than a week, Super Mario Odyssey comes out. 
first. I'll see you later. <laughs> as long as we, we, we might barely be able to fit in the podcast with his playing time. It sucks because we're not going to be able to do the podcast next Saturday. We're going to actually bring yeah. you the episode a little early on Thursday. I'm going to Atlantic City on Saturday. Sam is actually going to a wedding. And so we have Saturday completely booked. And Mario Odyssey comes out on Friday. So I won't be able to tell you my impressions well, of the game it, on next it, week's well, podcast. Well, we can at least give you know the review. I'm sure the reviews will yeah. be out for the game. And then next week we'll have your reaction. Yeah, and I'll probably be a nice ways into it because I'm sure. I can't wait. Sam, I called out of work Monday and Tuesday. I'm just a little sick. <laughs> Do I I'm, sound I'm sick? I'm sure you got some time. I will make time <laughs> for Super Mario Odyssey, my friend. Uh, then the Nintendo Switch actually got an update as well, update 4.0.0, which is absolutely freaking amazing. We finally got some really key features for the Nintendo Switch, including in, in never before could you take your Switch and transfer the data from one Switch to another. If your Switch broke, that's it. You lost your shit. It's a brick. No longer. Now you can take your stuff and transfer all your data from one Switch to another. Thank you, yeah, I know. That, Lord. That, that's got to be a good feeling. At, I feel like I'm in 2017 finally, not <laughs> 1994. So thank you very much, Nintendo, for that. Uh, another thing is you can um, now take video. So before, there's this button right here. This is the share button. Okay. It's a screenshot. So whatever I'm doing on screen, I hit that. It takes a screenshot of it. Zelda incorporated that. You actually got stuff for taking fun screenshots. Mario is going to do that. You can actually take pictures of Mario doing like selfies and then post them right to Twitter and Facebook from That's your neat. game. That's neat. Um, now you can do 30-second video clips, which is sweet. You can take the 30-second video clip, put it right on social media, right from the game. So you, little, you hold it in, and basically. you press one button. You, you hold the button boom. in while you're playing. You can do it while you're playing. Your little thumb, boom. There you go. It takes the last 30 seconds of video, and you can share it right there. Nintendo actually even said, hey, we'd like to even get longer than 30 seconds in the future, but it is at least nice to see, excuse me, at least nice to see that... Uh, you can now take the damn photos because, or I'm sorry, take the videos because that was something that was sorely missed. Um, let's see. What else? There was one other thing. Mm, it can now support wireless headphones too. So just that's pretty cool. Something else that Switch can do. I, and I, uh, oh, wait. There's a section of the eShop now with the games on sale, which is cool. They finally started doing like sales. And actually publicizing them as opposed to just not. Um, and I know recently they incorporated PayPal, which is nice because I don't have to plug my credit card in every time. And PayPal is it's the best. But I would I would look for it and tell you what the last thing that I'm forgetting is. But quite frankly, um, this is out of battery. I played it to its death and have not charged it since Thursday. Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I didn't play it last night. I watched a movie last night. So, which we'll get to. Yeah, that's the, it's it's seriously a fantastic update. So it really brings the Switch kind of modern uh, and up to date. But the Switch was the top selling console for September, which makes it five out of the first seven months. This freaking thing has been on the market. It has outsold PS4 and outsold Xbox One. My guess is November because this was September. I'm sure it's going to win October as well, but. Excuse me, but I think Xbox may knock it off in November because the Xbox One X comes out. And we already know that that's been sold out. You think it's enough to beat the yes. Switch, yeah? Mm-hmm. Because the Switch... Well, because the way I'm thinking, you know, everyone, you know, Christmas is coming, December's right there. You know, Switch, like you said, Switches are becoming more available. Mm-hmm. That's right. You're you in the holiday saying? season. Mario is going to... Mean, what's more important to the, to the masses? Mario Odyssey or the Xbox One X? That's going to be Could your... be Mario. That's going to be your telltale. If Nintendo's smart, they throw a bundle. Mario Odyssey, Mario Kart, Splatoon, Zelda. Package deal. Package deal with the Switch. 
five hundred bucks. And and the Xbox, it's is that four hundred? Oh, it is five hundred. Also, so it's the same price, but you get a switch and the four greatest games. But that, see, yeah, that, but that was another thing. Like, well, it's, I guess since it's already sold out, it's not going to turn people away. That it's five hundred dollars. Right. I mean, it's they're billing it as it, how they, much is the switch right now? Three. So you it's you throw cheaper. you throw four great games that are all sixty bucks. So four times six equals what twenty four. So you're looking at two hundred and forty bucks. You're knocking forty off the price tag. So ten bucks a game. You're five hundred bucks out the door for the best deal. games. It's a good deal. Now does Nintendo need to do it because they're selling Switches hand over fist? And there's an Odyssey bundle coming out with red Joy Cons. <laughs> but so they cool. don't need to do it. But it could be a good strategy coming out with with Xbox being just released. I guarantee GameStop will do it because GameStop does their own bundles yeah. at their own price points. I don't know if Nintendo will do an official. I'm talking to Nintendo in yeah. box. You get all four in the Switch box officially. Um, that's what I would think would be like. Nintendo, over if you need marketing top. guys, let us know. Shoot us a message. We got you. <laughs> uh, but it's cool. And I just want to send a special shout out to our boy, Ion Ryan, Ryan Simmons, uh, because, hey, Ryan, the guy who doesn't like the Switch or doesn't see a need for the Switch thinks it's too children-y for children, too adulty for not enough adulty for adults. Uh, He's triggered, Ryan. I am triggered. <laughs> Consider my feathers ruffled. You have awoken the giant, sir. His, his, when like when he posted that on Facebook, like his you know nice little rant against the switch, and I, I was as I was reading, I was like, oh, I I I know Greg's seen this. Literally first comment, Greg. <laughs> yeah, it was. No, that's what I'm saying. It was perfect. It was perfect. And then he even said, Ryan, you, you said out there too. You were like, yeah. As, as I'm typing this, I'm thinking, oh, I'm sorry, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, he was he was on. He expressed his feelings, you know. And you know, you, of course, you had a battle. I'll just let the numbers speak for themselves. Yeah. That's it. Just roll down your windows and wave. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, generally every month we do the full NPD numbers where we go through the top ten selling games of the month. Uh, they said they were going to release. They are always released on the third Thursday of every month. This month, however. They were delayed due to some data issues, um, so they didn't come out in time for this episode. So we'll have them on next on this coming Thursday's episode. Grand Theft Auto is in it. Pissed. So hold on, so hold on. It's, I didn't put this in the rundown, so it's part of it. <laughs> I wrote uh, MPD delayed due to data issue, but Nintendo came out and said that Mario plus Rabbids was number seven, Metroid was number eight, Zelda was number ten. So that's three right Damn. there. Hold on, that's three right there, right? And then this month alone, in, in that month of September, Destiny two. Okay. FIFA surprising. 18, okay. NHL 18, NBA 2K 18, wow. and Project Cars all came out with Madden coming out in, in August. So that's six. And then that other three is nine. Oh, that no. does not equal ten. Oh, no. So I would not be surprised if GTA 5 still found its way on this damn list. God damn it. Just give up on this game, guys. Come on. I don't know, man. I, I don't know. Maybe it gets bumped out. But we will see next week when that data drops. And if it does, our living meme, our running meme on this show every month, <laughs> when we see GTA 5, a game from 2013, still in the top Ridiculous. 10 selling games Ridiculous. in 2017. This is the end of 17. We're into 18, practically. Yeah. We have two months till 2018. I can't believe it. I am... Blown away. Sony Music Entertainment will now be publishing games for the Nintendo Switch under a new publishing label, uh, Unities. So basically, long story short, a subsidiary of Sony. It's not Sony Interactive Entertainment. It's not the PlayStation brand. But a piece of Sony will now be using the Unity engine, and they'll be calling it Unities, to make games for the Nintendo Switch, amongst like PC and some other things. But it's neat that it shows the impact of the Switch because now Sony is making games for Nintendo. I mean... 
I mean, I, I see, I think it's a, a smart idea seeing Nintendo sales, seeing how good it is. Why wouldn't you try to partner up with them? Smart Absol- move. Absolutely. Okay. Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battles DLC is out now. Remember, there was a $20 season pass from Nintendo, but uh, the first piece of the DLC has come out. It adds a co-op campaign, a new co-op campaign, and eight ultra-hard challenges. If you've played the game, you know they range from very easy, easy, normal, hard, and ultra-hard. Uh, so there's new eight ultra-hard challenges. I've never beaten an ultra-hard challenge. They are not... They are not. I am not at that skill level yet. Uh, well, I assumed you you bought this already. No, because I, it's. Um, I don't want to beat ultra hard challenges, and I don't have anybody to play it co op with. But they released the DLC standalone for only seven bucks. So if you do have someone you want to play co op with, I'm looking at you, Chris Shriver, the Platformers Podcast. You've been streaming the game with your wonderful girlfriend, uh, and I hope you guys are enjoying it. But now you can do a new co op campaign. Eight ultra-hard challenges together. Give yourselves a ton more uh, replayability with this game. It is still my game of the year for Nintendo Switch. Probably for about six more days until <laughs> Odyssey comes out. Sounds about right. <laughs> but it's only 7 bucks and $20 if you bought the season pass. You'll get more DLC in the future. Uh, Telltale, a Batman, uh, the Batman Telltale game, season one of that. We're on season two now, uh, but season one of that is coming to the Nintendo Switch a lot sooner than we thought. That will also release on November 17th. The same day as Skyrim, the same day as Justice League, this, uh, the movie, and the same thing as something else we'll talk about in a minute. Yeah, everything just coming to Switch. What else is new? Uh, and also, Bethesda's Doom, the 2016 amazing cult fantastic shooter, will be coming to the Nintendo Switch on November 10th. Uh, Bethesda just dropped that this week, so now we'll know that we'll be able to play Doom, Batman, Skyrim, and Odyssey, all within oh, and the same day as Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon for Batman. But that's all of be, these that's things. It's gonna be a busy day. I hate to work at GameStop. There are fifteen Switch games releasing this week. Yesterday, yesterday, Fire Emblem Warriors came out. The Dynasty Warriors yeah. game with Fire well, Emblem characters. I love Dynasty Warriors. That came out yesterday. So if you have any interest in Fire Emblem and any interest in Dynasty Warriors, think about that uh, Zelda game that did it, Hyrule Warriors, a couple years ago. It's that. If you have anything in there, like almost like an endless brawler beat 'em up type game. Get down on, on Fire Emblem Warriors. Uh, There's just not enough time to play all these games. Absolutely Seriously. not. You're so right. I mean, you're not you're not wrong. <laughs> Sony announces a mini PS4 controller for uh, <laughs> people with tiny hands, aka kids. <laughs> They're kids. Okay. Aka kids and our president. Um, <laughs> it, it is forty. No, but what? It's not like the, the controllers are gigantic. It's like the, they are maybe a smidge bigger than one PS2 controllers. Yeah, but if you look at like when we were kids growing up with Nintendo, grow up. They have little hands. Did you see it? Yeah, no, I, I have not. Here, I have a picture of it. So I'll show Sam. It's made by Hori, but it is officially licensed <laughs> by PlayStation. It's $30. It'll drop this holiday. And I have a side-by-side comparison photo. Okay. Uh, that's kind of cool. It is. It yeah, is. It doesn't. Cool. It, the the uh, analog sticks I like it. <laughs> are very close together. Just for me. It's 40% smaller than the other controller. Um, you got your half the price. So yeah, it's half the sense. price. You got all your. It's got a D-pad, a full-fledged D-pad. It's not like the four triangles yeah. that make up the PlayStation D-pad. It's a full-fledged D-pad. Uh, it's got the share button, start, select. Um, Did you say it's wireless or no? It is 10 feet wired. Okay, wired wired with cool. 10 feet okay. of cable. So uh, it is only 30 bucks. And again, it's for uh, you know Donald I, Trump I and, and other children of the <laughs> yeah. of, of the world. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> We're not a political don't, don't show. Don't shut us down. <laughs> We're not a political show. Um, Nappa and Captain Ginyu have been added to the Dragon Ball Fighter Z roster. I mean, 
to me, these are two characters that already should have been on the roster, but it's good well, to they're see. Well, they're announcing them slowly, yeah, sure, that's all. Instead I mean, of one big burst, every, Super Smash Brothers does the same yeah. thing. I mean, I, I always like Nappa for what, for what it's worth, and Captain Ginyu. He's I, I love his goofy ass, so. He's hilarious, especially in DBZ Abridged. The character they turn him into in Abridged is so funny. But... I mean, it, it, it was kind of good to see, at least in Super, like they... Least, is the Ginyu Force in Super? Well, not the Ginyu Force, or maybe, but I have yet to see them, but let's say Ginyu kind of makes a makes an appearance if you remember what happened to him in, yeah i remember what happened to him in z that he was a frog so yeah. let's just say you, you see him again okay so yeah it was pretty it was cool I i'll take it. it that's awesome but yeah i think they're just all these characters are obvious choices but they're releasing them one at a time like smash does that where they come out with each character gets its own trailer they release one every three or four weeks and it's just kind of slow build up to get people re-engaged yeah, in the you game you got to preheat 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 the, pre the oven before you stick in the turkey that's right i, I mean if, if you just announced all the roster a year before the game comes out people almost no, I, I, may, I guess it forget makes about sense. it, it you do sense. a character a month people get hyped on the game every month yeah. and kind of remember it um south park the fractured butt hole is available it is finally out now. it is out now i <laughs> promised my wife i would not buy it i told her sweetie i will not buy this game i told her and no i didn't i told her i didn't <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I would use my work points and get it for free. So I will get it through oh, work. Oh, that's light. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> hilarious. I'm not trading games in anymore, so that's the only way I could afford it I right do, now. But I did find a good spot for you. If you if you want to catch for trade-ins, I did find a good spot, seriously. And it's not FYE and it's not GameStop. So if you need a place, we'll I'm, talk I'm, I'm married to the classic game junkie in Glenside, Pennsylvania. Uh, but anyway... Fractured Butthole, I got to watch a few videos on it, and I got to play an in-store demo um, for like five minutes. So I have very, very, very short impressions, but I got to do two battles. Um, it is slow start, um, but it is exactly what you thought. It is no longer they trade in the, the Wizards and Warriors and Stick of Truth for the for their for their Marvel and DC cinematic universes. Awesome. They're the superheroes. Awesome. You got Coon and Friends for Cartman. And uh, yeah, Kite Man and Tupperware and uh, uh, Jimmy is uh, Fast Pass, even though he's in crutches, so he can't move fast. Uh, so it's just like I see a, what they did there. A hilarious, yeah. just a hilarious take on everything the superheroes genre. And basically, Cartman wants to go and open up his own cinematic universe in three phases. So they want to do this, and then starts a civil war between the sorry between the heroes, and that's in phase one. And they're like, "This is not supposed to happen till phase three. And uh, that's just cool. a whole huge that, sounds, funny take awesome. on on the whole uh, Marvel DC cinematic universe. I got to do two fights, very, very similar in style. Obviously, it just looks like you're playing an episode of South Park, um, which is insane. It looks wonderful, just like Stick of Truth did. Um, you do get Stick of Truth free when you get it, so if you that's, didn't play the cool. first one, it's like a really good bonus. That's a Game of the Year candidate for when it came it's out. It's a $60 game? Uh, yeah, it's a $60 game. Um, probably about 20 hours you'll get out of it, but the difference really here is combat. Uh, they changed combat around from a traditional uh, Japanese turn-based RPG to more of a grid-based strategy RPG. I will tell you, it does not have a, as big of an impact as I thought. I really thought Mario and Rabbits playing that grid-based kind of strategy game would get me into the genre, which it has a little bit, but also prepare me for South Park because it's similar. It's not as grid-based as you think. You have a little bit more freedom in your movement. Uh, it's not really a strategic EA. You can get behind characters. You can do moves that will go through multiple characters if they're in alignment on the grid. So, yeah, it has that element. But it is still basically like a, 
I say this, a kid, <laughs> in, in quotes, a kid's version yeah. Yeah, of a strategy game. It is not very thoughtful. You can go in, and, and if you've never played a strategy game before, still go in and just play it. It's still got its South Park humor. I will tell you, it's really over the top at points. So It is South Park. If South Park yeah. has kind of been on the fringe for you in terms of humor and gross out, slash, you know, that's a little too much for me, a little too close to home, a little too topical, whatever, uh, then... Might not be for you, but again, it's a very solid follow-up. I would say the Stick of Truth is probably going to end up at the end of the day based off my very small impressions. Say, well, then again, you only played it twice. But so I've, I've watched some videos on it. I've read every review I possibly could. Most people agree that Stick of Truth will probably end up at, at the end of the day being the better game, but this is a hell of a follow-up. and I, it's either I'm either going to get it with my work points or wait till it drops to like 40 bucks yeah. and then pick it up there. Yeah, I, I, I imagine by Christmas you'll have it. I'm yeah. sure you I mean, what am I going to do? Buy it now, play it for let six it days, well, and then let it sit? Honestly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, when Honestly okay, comes out, I, I'm i still, you know, I, I didn't put this in the rundown either, but there's something I really want to get off my chest in terms of this game, Golf Story. I've been bragging about it and talking yep. about it. It's so charming. It's so good. It's the best Nindy game I've played on the Switch. It's by far my favorite Nindy game. I'm 12 hours into it. I Damn. saved in this, uh, I saved my game in this lobby where, I'm trying to become a member of this of this uh, country club. I have to get old vintage clubs. I have to get a caddy, and I have to learn golf etiquette. And I did all of those things. I come back in to get my membership. I did it. I got my membership. I saved the game. I turn it off. I go to bed. I went back to Tuesday. It didn't save. To it. No, it saved. I went back to it Tuesday. I turn on the game, and I'm in the clubhouse again, but I can't find my character. I'm like, where's my character at? Everybody else is in here. And when I move up and down, the screen is moving. So I'm like, where? is my character i look and my character is an ant it's the size of an ant and i'm like what the hell happened here like why is my character shrunk down to the size of an ant and i couldn't go left and right i could only go up and down so i was like oh shit like that that's a crazy glitch that i just found like in this game um i gotta figure out what's going on here and so it's it uh i was like let me turn it off Here's a picture of of my me playing my switch. There's my character. Wow, the little ant he right there. He really is a speckle on the screen. Yeah, and you can barely see him. And I can't. I was like, all right, if I can figure out a way to leave the room, maybe I'll when it reloads, I'll be big yeah. again. So I try. You can't get out of the room. It's impossible. You actually go up and tear out of the screen into the boundaries. I imagine they released the patch. So I tweet the developer. Sidebar Games only three thousand followers on Twitter. Not very big. Um, three thousand seven hundred followers on Twitter. So, um, I said, you know what? They're small enough to where they're going to see this tweet. Yeah. So I tweeted him. I said, Hey, I ran into this bug. I'm sorry. Could you just help it out? Do you have any information? Nothing. I was a little pissed. I said, uh, it's still my favorite game. I'm telling you that, but this seems to be a game breaking bug. Nothing I do fixes it. I'm 11, 12 hours in. Can you please help any fixes? Nothing. Damn. And, I, and I said, I bought your game. Like, I need you to help me. Please, I purchased this. Like, is there anything going? Nothing. But in the time that I tweeted them, they retweeted plenty of positive reviews about their game. But not so, yours. But not, they didn't even DM me on the back end to answer my question. So I was pissed. So I Google it. I find out other people run into the same glitch. It's the only real big glitch in the game. It's, it is a game-breaking bug um, oh. that has bricked many people's games right at the exact same spot. It seems to be this is the only place in the entire game that if you save it, you're done. If you save it in this building. Oh, and shit. I happen to do it, unfortunately. So 
I have been bricked since Wednesday. I haven't been there Tuesday. No, but they did. Um, the other people said that there's a patch in the works. Um, they released a statement saying there was a patch in the works. And a couple of days ago, they did tweet, the patch is currently undergoing review. We'll be sure to post an update here once we have some more information. So I mean, it, it's cool to see that they tweeted that there was a patch in development, but sucks that they saw your messages if they retweeted all these positive ones. Mm-hmm. And they could have just they, said, a patch is in the works, and I'd have been happy. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So sidebar, like, you have a wonderful game. It is still great. It is absolutely fantastic. I recommend everybody pick it up. But And I'm assuming by the time you get to where I'm at, the patch will be out. They have submitted the patch for review for Nintendo, so it will be patched soon. But whoever's controlling the Twitter, get your shit together. Get your shit together. Uh, EA closes Visceral Studios, the team behind Dead Space, a wonderful, at least the first two, set of horror games, Dead Space 3 kind of sucked, and this Star Wars game. Sam was like, what the hell? Um, I'm going to read exactly what I wrote in my rundown. The team behind Dead Space and repurposes the single-player Star Wars game that has been in development for over four-plus years. The game will now be handled by multiple internal EA studios and will be reshaped into, quote, a broader experience. And then I wrote, and I, I haven't done this since we came back. Few choice words. Yeah, F-U-E-A, seriously. F you. This game used to be Star Wars 1313. It was yep. going to be an uncannon game, but it looked amazing. Amazing. Single player only experience. Then the writer for, I believe, Uncharted, Amy Hennig, left Naughty Dog, went over to EA to write this Star Wars game. They rewrote it from the ground up. It was her baby. She was going to write it. She's one of the best. And it if got not, pushed back. If not the best video game writers. But they started from the ground up, so you don't expect it to of really course. be done. Now this has been going on for four years. EA closes this freaking studio. Half the guys are gone anyway. They make Call of Duty games now. So Dead Space is now effectively dead. Pardon the pun. And now the Star Wars game is going to be repurposed into multiple studios, which is never a good thing. So basically you're saying at least another four years away until another uh, Star Wars. Probably two or three, yeah. But the fact is that this is no longer Amy Hennig's baby where that she can have complete it's control over. It's going to be over. another monster. And to quote them, to be a broader experience, that just tells me this is going to be Battlefront 3. Yep. And it's like, you're going to turn into some big multiplayer game with microtransactions and quite, and part of my French, you're going to fuck it all up. And I am Because we already pissed. have that. We already have a Battlefront game. Why are you going to, you know, assuming they're going to recreate a third one? I wanted a single player only Bioshock-esque experience with Star Wars to get me. I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, I know so to not. get me into And neither that, am I, for that matter. Right. And to get me into that franchise. So I'm very disappointed to hear that, as I'm sure every Star Wars fan is, because there were so many people looking forward to this game. But... Hang on to your butts, everybody, because we got a lot of stuff coming out. This is the holiday season. Video games, this is the biggest time for them. We will have a big game release. Coming up this week is uh, the PC version of Destiny 2. This is The Police on October 24th. Knights of Azure 2, Bride of the New Moon on PC, PS Vita, all that stuff on October 24th. Again, Fire Emblem Warriors came out yesterday. Just Dance 2018 coming out on October 24th. Um, she doesn't know yet, but I'm going to buy it for her eventually. Some Summon Night 6, Last Borders, Deer Hunter Reloaded. Can't wait for yeah, that don't one. Don't mess with Deer Hunter, bro. Yeah, that used to be the shit. I know. Night, Night Terrors, we talked about that on last week's episode from the uh, Binding, Binding of Isaac folks. That comes out on October 24th for Nintendo Switch. Uh, Fishing Master, Knowledge is Power, Hidden Agenda. On the 27th, we have Assassin's Creed Origins, Super Mario Odyssey, Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus, with that eventually coming to uh, Switch as well. Sword Art Online, Hollow Realization, Don't Knock Twice, 
And then everything else will save for uh, next week's episode because that'll be coming on Halloween. So not that many games this week. Yeah, not that many <laughs> games this week. But that was a huge gaming section that took an hour and six minutes, um, plus our our fast food. But it had, it had it had to be done. We had to have a, a nice chunk of time dedicated to that. Sam, you saw we're mo- moving over to movies. Sam, you saw uh, a movie recently that uh, I laughed at. Yeah, I, I, I'm fine. laughing now. No, it, it was it was a movie called The Great Wall. I mean. With Matt Damon. Yeah, Matt Damon, but like, it, it brought up something interesting to me. Like, okay. You a know, white I, dude at the Great Wall yeah, of China when he should have been I, Asian? Got it. There was, you know, the Great Wall. You know, why the hell was the Great Wall built? It took, you know, years sure. years and years to, to, to make, obviously. And they, they it, the movie just brought like a, a neat concept where basically the Great Wall was holding back alien monsters. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> To me, I, I was already going in, like, this is going to be a junk food movie. And, like, a, a person that, like, made me like the movie was Pedro Pascal. Yeah, sure. He's I feel, great. I feel like everything this guy's in, he makes me like it more. Yeah. And we had our boy William Defoe was in it. And, you know, it was I – for, I forget the director's name. But it was, it was like, visually – the way he directs it's you know, over in, in, cinematography in, in was China, it was, it, was, it was different. So don't go in thinking, I'm going to go in, this is going to be a 10 out of 10 movie. Of course it wasn't. But the little – Subtle. The little, yeah, you know, the little spots in the movie here and there had its charm. You know, there were some, there were some nice action scenes. I'm not gonna lie, but for a junk food movie, you know, maybe not buy it like I did. I, it was only like eight bucks, so to me, it was worth it. But I think it was worth a one-time watch. Coming soon to the 4.99 bin at Target. <laughs> Literally. Keep your eye out. Great, well, dude. I honestly, I think it was worth checking out at least one time. Seriously. <clears throat> I saw Homecoming last night. Finally, I, I finally saw Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Homecoming. Uh, I thought it was easily the second best Spider-Man film of all time. Spider-Man Two, Spider-Man Two being number Doc one. Doc Ock, Doc Ock was just, he just you know I would say it definitely has um, certain points of it that would that you could qualify it as the number one. But just overall, start to finish, I thought Spider-Man Two was a better movie. But this is this is a pretty close number two. I wouldn't be surprised if one one A type deal. Yeah, um, I, gotcha. I thought it was really well done. We think of Keaton. Keaton's masterful, man. Yeah. He's everything he does. It's just so good, and she did, Ash didn't expect it to be Michael Keaton. She goes, "Is that Michael Keaton?" No. I said, "Yeah, it's Michael Keaton." She was like instantly more into it, and she loved it too. She absolutely good. loved it. Um, thought it was fantastic. I don't think it deserved a lot of the crap it got. I totally see certain points though where you're like, "Why did this happen? Yeah. What is going on here? What didn't this happen? Why is this a continuity error?" And you can pick stuff up like that, um, especially some things around the suit and. They kind of rushed that to a point where he was like, I can do this even without the suit. Um, they even kind of brushed through that. Uh, I thought overall, though, it, it is – I love that they didn't have to tell another origin story. They kind of told we, it through we, telling it. We didn't it. need it again. You understand what happened to Uncle Ben because they say subtly, you Eagle. know, all the stuff that happened with Aunt May. You yeah. understand. They said – We've seen enough Spider-Man movies to know. Yep. Yeah, and there is a shot where they start in the sky and they – kind of tilt down to Ned, his friend, and and Tom Hollins and you know, Peter Parker, and they tilt down to the two of them, and he just says, so you got bit by a spider, huh? Yeah. Yeah, the spider's dead now. And that's it. You didn't see it. You just kind of yeah. got it. Yeah. And he's already Spider-Man. He already knows Robert Downey. It opens up with like a montage of him filming himself during the Civil War movie stuff. Which, which was hilarious. It's really yeah, good. It was good. So you got a lot of almost inside baseball of how that all went down in Spider-Man's journey to become an Avenger. And, and it's so, really good. So do you like Tom Holland better than Andrew Garfield? He's, he's the best okay. Spider-Man. Um, because he's a younger version of Spider-Man, yeah. 
it's how not, it should be. Yeah, it's yeah. not high school senior Spider-Man. It is 15, 16 probably yeah. year old Spider-Man um, who's just figuring out his body, figuring out himself, figuring out his maturity. Liz is actually a good love interest, yeah. I think. She's a little flat. Her acting kind of sucks, but what a twist. Yeah. What a twist. I mean, you don't... When you find out about her dad. Yeah. What a twist. That was... We looked at each other yeah. and said, we didn't see that one coming. Which was, you know, when they were in the car, which we said when it first mm-hmm. came out, when it was Keaton and Holland in the car, right after that, to me, that was the best scene in the whole movie. Oh my God, yeah. he got the gun. But Marvel did a good job of not, like, showing the gun. You saw well, you it a little it. bit. You see it. You, you know, saw you, it. You know what he has in his hand. Mm-hmm. And you see, like, it's at the bottom of the screen. It's not the central figure of that shot, so it's not like they hone in on it, but you know yeah. Keaton has a gun, basically pointing it right at Spider-Man yeah. as he's telling him, I'm glad to see you made it through this movie without falling asleep. Yeah, oh yeah. Spider-Man's yeah. my favorite yeah. superhero, so of course I did. But it took me long enough to watch it. I thought it was very good. I thought the mid credit scene was okay. It set up very nicely to um, the, the sequel. We yep, know who the villain's going to be. But I thought that ending credit scene with Captain America was so yeah. funny. Yeah. He's like, is I is you <laughs> wait all this time for, for basically nothing. Yeah. Just to be disappointed. And then it ends. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was fantastic. I mean, sometimes, you know, because we don't know sometimes if we're going to get, like, that great end credit scene or it's just going to be something goofy and funny like that. So, yeah, that was I, cool. I was, Glad you liked it. I, yeah, I did. Un, un, unbelievable. Yeah. And then I bought, the same day, I bought Baby Driver and Dead Men Tell No Tales. So I'm looking forward to watching both Which, of Which, uh, me and Brie actually saw Baby Driver. Yeah. Great music soundtrack. Yeah. Um, I would say the hype for it, I mean, don't get me wrong, it was a good movie. I think maybe it was hyped a little too much. Mm. Shit. <laughs> but, but don't get me wrong. I, I trust st- you. I still like the movie, but I just thought it, it came in with so much hype. So I'm kind of, I went in there like, ah, ah. It, don't, it was still good. Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey was good. Jamie Foxx was good. Um, I'm anticipating this to be my movie of the Ansel year. Ansel Angle, or his name. A- Ansel Angle, or that's the Eagles. <laughs> Ansel something. So, he has a weird name, but he, it's he was like good. Angle. Yeah. Ang- Ang- Angle. Ansel A-N-G-O-L, Angle. Yeah, he, he played a good part, you know, I, I but I, I did like the movie, and Brie also enjoyed it. So I think you're definitely going to like it. Yeah, I, I'm going into this thinking it will be my 2017 movie of the year. I'm hoping that does stand up. Um, last year, I told you, my my movie of the year last year was Night, The Nice Guys, and that's not yeah, a popular yeah. movie. And I love that yeah. movie. So we'll see. Right now, it's Spider-Man uh, yeah, for me. We'll see. I think, I think it was better than Wonder Woman, uh, better than... Captain or uh, Captain Underpants. It was definitely better than Captain <laughs> Underpants. Uh, but this, oh, you know what? Guardians two. Yeah, that's yeah. Guardians that's why 2. when you said it's not movie of the year, Guardians yeah, two. Guardians two, two is, me, probably. is probably my yeah. It's definitely my movie of the year. Yeah, Michael Rooker still gets me. Uh, but the Black Panther trailer dropped. What'd you think? Well, I watched it this morning for a second time. Shout out to the two white guys in it. <laughs> Martin Freeman and Andy Serkis. <laughs> but Andy Serkis looks like he got jacked yeah. up for this. Yeah. Definitely um, put on – he came a long way from, from Gollum. Uh, Jackie Robinson um, plays – he's going to be – The baseball player. He was phenomenal. <laughs> well, I'm saying the guy who <laughs> – I, I don't know the guy's name who plays Black Panther. Oh. Um, I forget his name. Oh, he, yeah. But he played Jackie Robinson in 42. That's that's why I call him Jackie Robinson. I'm pissed. I can't think. I'm having freaking brain farts here. Yeah, you're usually on Michael, top of this. Michael B. Jordan was he's the bad he's the guy. Villain. Yep. And God damn it! Come on. Uh, drawing a blank. It's Wakanda. It's Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. So Chad, Chadwick Boseman uh, plays Black Panther. 
he is just like he was in Civil War. Very good. Yeah, it's good. It I like his accent. Up. Yep. The I think the music hit home, like you said. Yep. Uh, music was perfect for the trailer. It kept the beat of the trailer going. It was a very fast-paced trailer. Yeah, it kept very. Me, fast-paced I, I was trailer. in it. Uh, Michael B. Jordan is Killmonger. He has his own kind of Black Panther suit. We'll, too. we'll see how I feel about it. I I don't know. I'm, I'm sometimes I feel like he can he can either kill it or just crap on it. This is his first role as a heel, I believe. Possibly. He's always been the hero, not yeah. the villain, right? I, I, Creed, believe, I believe Chronicle, so, we'll, Fantastic we'll, we'll, Four. We'll see how he, he plays this role. He know. looks jacked we'll up. Looks oh, like he, he got jacked he, up. He was for always it. jacked. He was jacked for Creed. Yeah, he sure was. Uh, I thought it was a, a movie that I'm looking forward yeah. to. Um, is, this, is it day one? See, for yeah, me? I was going to see this. Might day be a one. theatrical day one. A theatrical. I see all the me. superheroes day one, so yeah. it's not new to me. I see the thing is like if I didn't see Spider Man or Gog until they came out in Blu-ray, I probably won't go see Black Panther in theaters. I just which I'm surprised you didn't see Spider Man. I just don't like movie theaters. Yeah, I just don't like them. So. I don't I get, blame you. You know, I get. I guess there's that, but it was overall a very good trailer. Um, I don't know. Are we going to see any? Are we going to see Captain? Are we going to see Falcon? Are we going to see? I imagine we're probably. I'm thinking Winter Soldier. Okay. Because we know because, that's yep. where he's at. Mm-hmm. So maybe Captain. Captain Winter Soldier makes sense to me. Yeah. Wakanda looks to be a I mean, fully fleshed out universe. Which I mean, is really we did nice. have the comments of um, Sam Jackson, I think a month or mm-hmm. so ago, when he said, "How are you gonna make a black movie and not have Nick Nick yeah. Fury in it?" So it, yeah. it, maybe we'll see, maybe not. So we'll it could see. be a troll. It could, it could be, be a troll, it, but it could be after he said that, maybe they threw him in. You know what? Shit, you're right. Maybe we add you on like a credit scene or something. All right, predictions. What is Stanley's cameo? I don't know. Is he in it? He's got to be. He's in every movie. I would make three white guys. Maybe go for three. I don't know. I'm trying to to think. I, I I have no idea. I'm gonna guess like a bus driver, or like a truck well, I, driver. But he or was kind of already in that for Spider Man. He was already sitting on the bus. Yeah, but Spider Man, this one, he was coming out of a window. He was in a window, like yelling at Spider Man for the music, or for no. So he when, two... he when he webbed the guy to his own car, he was like, "That's his own car. Turn the music down." Uh, well, so was, that was that yeah, was well, that, Didn't he have two? I thought he had one in the bus. He was reading Alex Hus- Alex Huxley books. That was like the, the original Spider Man's. That was way back when. No, I don't think so. Or the Amazing. I think you're wrong. That was the Amazing Spider. There was no bus scene in this one. There was a ship. That he. The I know there's a ship. I could have sworn there was he was. Busing. There was a bus was scene. Civil War. But he, he was on a bus. I think he was on a bus. But we'll, I digress. I'm saying he's going to be a truck driver or like a like a in, in Wakanda. Mm-hmm. I doubt it, but what was that? Well, I could no, be wrong. Be maybe a random scientist, number five. Like, and I just James. can't see him in Wakanda. He has no business being in Wakanda. Well, where else is the movie going to take place? <laughs> Got to go somewhere. Does it? I think. Well, Wakanda does like, blow up. We'll see. I don't know. We'll get it. Uh, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok, coming out really soon, like November 3rd or 4th. 4th. Um, the reviews are out, uh, so we'll go ahead and read one. Um no spoiler, free, no, no spoilers. Zero spoilers. Uh, Thor Ragnarok is a goofy, kitschy, but fun romp uh, and the most purely entertaining of the three Thor movies. Marked with distinctive designs, 80 synth score, and an, uh, an assembly of spirited characters. It's carried by the excellent chemistry between Thor, the Hulk, and Valkyrie, who give humanity to... Uh, to a visually effects-heavy spectacle that finally makes good on Thor's title of the God of Thunder, but is also a film fragmented by a clear preference for its B storyline, Sakaar, over its A storyline of Asgard. Thor Ragnarok's desire to go for the gag also hurts the movie in a few key serious moments that deserve to pack more of a punch than they did. Thor Ragnarok is a lot of fun, but its heart belongs on planet Hulk and not at Asgard. Good 7.7. Okay, but it's... Again, it's, still it's, good. it's the Planet it's, Hulk storyline, so yeah. 
but well, I who think the fuck are you to write that? I think they're saying to make it a Hulk movie, not a Thor movie, or maybe a tag team movie like Civil War was. You know, the thing is, it was Captain America Civil War, but it was just as much Iron Man 4 as it was a Captain America Could movie. Be. So I think this one, they probably are trying to point out, hey, if you're going to focus as much as you did on the Thor on the Hulk storyline, and we know we're not getting Which I'm Hulk, okay. I'm okay with that. I, I'd rather see almost a little more Hulk because we haven't got a Hulk movie since 2008. Right, so maybe they're saying this should be Thor... What is it? Second place begins with an S. Scar, Scar. What is it? I just read it. Asgard. No, the other place, not Asgard. Scar. Scar. Sakar. Sakar. So why don't you name it Thor Sakar instead of? I know what Ragnarok means, obviously, the end of everything, but like, maybe that will help you kind of. Well, maybe whoever wrote that maybe wasn't a comic book nerd. Maybe they just kind of went in as a movie critic rather. A a lot of people are saying though that it is very funny. But it, I, it I was a little heard, too light. I, I heard that it was the best uh, the Thor movies. It's, That's not saying it's, much. It's shorter than Good. all the Thor movies, which you know, you, we don't need a three-hour epic. But I'm hyped. Again, I'm pretty sure me and Dom are saying this. So cool. Oh, yeah. I think, um, again, I this will probably push me when it comes out on Blu-ray. I'm sure they'll pack the other two in there, too. I'm sure. This will push me to buy all three of them and finally watch all three of them. I won't see Ragnarok, though, until I see the other two Thors. I That's know fair. I probably That's won't fair. need to because I've seen the Avengers and stuff, and I yeah. pick, I pick up enough of what Thor's going on with him and the haircut. And again, whatever. We'll see. Hey, um, it's, it's something different, and uh, I'm I'm down. I am hyped to see the Hulk though in that in like the Spartan. Of course, freaking a dude. It's Spartan armor Hulk. Hulk. Gladiator Hulk. Uh, Deadpool two has wrapped filming. It will begin post production now. Uh, apparently, Josh Brolin kind of said, "Hey, this will not be the last time you see Cable." There are rumors of a four film Cable arc. My problem is. Did you just spoil Deadpool 2 because now we know Cable won't be dying? Well, I mean, Cable shouldn't die in Deadpool 2 anyway, so that'd be stupid if he died anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cable is, is a big enough character to, to have more movies. Obviously, mm-hmm. Deadpool 2. I assume he's going to be an X-Force. So then how would Deadpool 2 end? Well, I, I have no idea. He just might come and, and go back in time to his own thing come back again. But we still have X-Force. Will he show up in New Mutants? Will there be a Cable film? Deadpool 3. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, so... He's not going anywhere. Yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't. X Force is a almost a guarantee. They wouldn't. Yeah, of course. They wouldn't sign. They wouldn't get Josh Brolin for one movie. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I would never expected him to die at all. I think a a uh, good point you make is New Mutants. I think X Force guarantee New Mutants. Dude. Can you see a cameo? Possibly. Yeah. Why not? Well, if it's a four film arc, I don't think they would just do cameos. I think they would be kind of have like all a they, piece they, in it. They've done it with with um you know with Chris, Chris Evans. Yeah. You know, he's had a cameo in uh was it I think in. I think in Thor Dark World, he had a quick, what, a 10-second cameo. But they wouldn't count that as a part of Cap's arc. Well, well, they counted it as, let's say he has like a nine Marvel picture deal. That counts. Right. So, you know you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see, because his cable, Josh Brolin's cable looks you know, vicious. He looks awesome. And obviously, Rob Lightfield's been tweeting that he looks awesome. In the movie, I think he already saw the... I don't know if he saw the first cut or the final cut or something. He saw there's something. No, yeah, there's no cut. He yet. saw somebody. Whatever some he saw, footage. he's saying, "Guys, you're going. This movie's going to blow you away." Yeah, and I believe it. But I think yeah. that that version of Cable, Josh Brolin's version of Cable, brings it to a point where if he fits in that New Mutants kind of feel, look, yeah. tone, I think that's a perfect marriage. Of course, why not? Uh, the uh, Han Solo Star Wars film got a name, and pretty much predicted. Predictably, so, it's solo, which is a Star short, Wars story, short and sweet. It's perfect. Everyone's going to see it. Star Wars is a billion dollar freaking, but it's franchise. going through some shit though. Oh, hey, it's good to see that not just DC movies are going through shit. Yeah, I would like yeah. to see 
this be a little better than Rogue One. I think I have all the faith in. They're saying that Episode Eight, Last Jedi, is going to be. You're going to be surprised at how I, I, dark I, it's going to be. I expect it to be better than Rogue One because I feel like they could do a lot better than that. Yeah, I took besides a shit having earlier. the last ten minutes of the movie. Uh, yeah, I took a shit earlier. It was better than Rogue One. So um, yeah, you know, I think that's that's not saying much. <laughs> Wonder Woman Two could be shot this summer. Chris Pine may be coming back. Yeah, reportedly they said he's coming back as Steve Trevor. To, to me, the only thing I could think think of is is, is 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 well, well, not even flashback. Just maybe like, will the Flash movie come out before this? Will Flash have something to do with, with Flashpoint? Will he affect the timeline at some point, or will he just play his son? And they name him Steve, and there is Steve Carroll. You don't know. You, you don't know and what's going to happen. And he has or, a British shit, accent this time. Maybe he jumped out of the airplane. Who the hell knows? Well, if Jamie Lannister can survive that freaking blast with Braun. Anything can possible. happen. You're right. I, I completely agree. <laughs> Aquaman has wrapped shooting as well and has begun post-production. Literally on, the, on the, the drive here, yeah. I, I see the post of it's, you know, Jason Momoa and um, Amber Heard just, just getting, you know, having a few drinks after seven months of filming on an island. They both It's good to see that they both seem to, to like each other, having a great time. And, you know, a few more um, set pictures were released of Aquaman in his full, his full armor and, uh, you know, Mary and her her little costume so i can't wait to see this film it's again no surprise it's a day one watch for me i think you will probably not be disappointed in this movie but don't you feel like something no something's gonna happen in the next year before this movie comes out well no something the movie's done filming so i don't think it's yeah they still got all the posts though that's fine that's fine that i don't give a baker's, a baker's f yeah <laughs> so we already know that you know black manta is going to be in it we already know ocean master is going to be in it so we're already going to see two big baddies from aquaman so to me i'm sign me up i'm, I'm all in uh, in an interview christian bale basically said that heath ledger has some crazy levels of commitment <laughs> yeah i kind of read the article and it was good to see like i, I didn't know their first scene together yeah. was the interrogation scene yes. and, and if you all remember that movie the interrogate the interrogation was one of the best scenes in the damn movie where he's basically, basically he told him you're throw me around and actually hit me. And, and you're like, Whoa, like, it's just a movie. But then he, he respected that how much into the role he got as the Joker. And it definitely shows on screen. Yeah. And apparently, uh, Christian Bell was telling accounts of how Ledger would throw himself and like crack tile and break the wall and put holes in things because he was that committed well, to the success. Well, anyway, the when he lifts him up off that chair, I mean, he he throws him against the wall. You you see, like it's it's brutal and and it definitely shows in the movie. And to me, it doesn't. It's it's no surprise why it's my favorite Batman movie of all time. Um, Sam's second favorite Batman movie of all time, Detective Pikachu, uh, which <laughs> which uh, is coming out. I mean. It's that simple. Japan got the game last year. They're making a live-action Pikachu movie. And they're looking at some heavy hitters. Where he is a detective. They're looking, uh, reportedly, this is not from any incredibly credible source, but I found it on IGN, and when you find it there, you at least think that they did their their background check. uh, But it's not coming from IGN. They actually took it from a different source. Detective Pikachu is reportedly reportedly looking at one of four people uh, to play the main character of Detective Pikachu. Hugh Jackman, Ryan Reynolds, Mark Wahlberg, or The Rock? Well, I mean, to me, The Rock... Pikachu, you jabroni. The Rock could be up for any role. If he was in the freaking The Tooth Fairy, he could be in goddamn anything. So, I mean, hey, I I like all these actors, so... Let me ask you a question. Would you see Detective Pikachu in theaters? I don't know. I I would have to see a trailer. I I don't want to give it a hard pass. A live-action movie where Pikachu's CG, but everything else is live. 
where he has to go around solving mysteries. I mean, The Rocks, to me, it seems could be be hilarious. Mark Wahlberg, I don't for this, I don't know. I mean, I like him as an actor, but I don't know for this role. He did Ted very well. He he did, but I, I could see Ryan Reynolds just he's more of I don't know. I, I I think I would find him more funny, but then again, The Rock, I I could see being hilarious. Now, I, what I read was to voice the quote unquote titular character. Does that mean Pikachu will speak English, not just say Pikachu? I don't know. Maybe. Does this mean Pikachu talks? Because how are we gonna have a movie where he solves mysteries? What's he gonna do? Say Pika Pika, and there's just subtitles. So, I'd be, you know what? I'd be okay with that. <laughs> I, I would too. It's not breaking. Yeah. Everything I'd be, I ever, I'd be okay with it. Breaking everything I ever knew. Last week we talked about a clip of a film that kind of released. It was a three-minute clip of Tokyo Ghoul, the live-action movie from the manga Tokyo Ghoul. Very disturbing. The reviews are out, and I'll read this one too. It was a straight-up comedy. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a. Chuckle Festa will rip your guts out. Uh, the adaptation does a good job of getting the surface-level story of Tokyo Ghoul right, and it is certainly one of the better live-action anime movies out there. Its gore is disappointingly tamer than the source materials, which wow. says that the uh, three-minute clip we got was probably the worst of it. Um, but in action sequences are generally done well. However, erratic direction and cinematography make some of Tokyo Ghoul's biggest moments irritating to watch. It also mishandles Kaneke's interesting internal struggle with his humanity, leaving this adaptation as a decent yet shallow interpretation of the source material. Tokyo Ghoul's live-action movie gets the basics of the series right, but ultimately it's a shallow version of the source material. 6.7 okay. And it's, it, it started off like it was going to be like a better review and then kind of it got crapped on. To me, the best manga anime movie that I've seen to date is the trilogy from Roni Kenshin. I suggest everyone, if you guys like Brody Kench or like, you know, anime, that's, even though it's it's in English subtitles, I definitely think all three of them were phenomenal. And for the box office this week, we'll read 10 to 1, Victoria and Abdul, 3.1 million, My Little Pony, the movie, 4 million. I was in line to see that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Lego Ninjago movie, 4.3 million at number 8. Number 7, Kingsman, the Golden Circle at 5.3. Yeah, hanging on. Number 6, American Made at 5.4 million. Still wanted to see that with Tom Cruise. Uh, 5, The Mountain Between Us, 5.7 million. Number 4, Stephen King's It, 6.1. Great movie. Number 3, The Foreigner with Jackie Chan, 12.8. Excellent movie. Uh, got decent reviews too. Yeah. It said basically it's a good action movie. Doesn't do anything new or special, but does everything just, very well. Just to add, since I did see that in theaters, um, I thought it, w- it was a different performance by Jackie. He had more heart in this. Is y- you see the the old man Jackie instead of the Rush Hour Jackie, Kung Fu everyone, Pierce Brosnan. I would hmm. say it was maybe more his movie. Yeah. And was, I suggest everyone check it out. It was really good. I enjoyed it. Cool. Uh, number two, Blade Runner twenty forty nine at fifteen point one, and because it's October. Very much in the lead. Number one, Happy Death Day at twenty six point five million. As we shake our heads, unbelievable. I have zero interest. Yeah, I will never see that movie. To see ever. that movie, I just ever. Why? 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 Just because it's October. Yep. Uh, let's see. Coming soon. Um, number uh, on October twenty fifth, God's Own Country. But on October twenty seventh, again, right before Halloween, we know it's going to win this week. Jigsaw. Yep. That will win. I still have. I've yet to see the last one before that. I have it. Yeah, I understand. I, I literally had the whole bunch in you know a Blu-ray set. Yeah, Ten bucks, man. Yeah, I, ha- I haven't watched. I, I plan to because I've seen the first seven before that or whatever. Yeah. But I, I don't know if Jigsaw's a in theater watch for me. Maybe one day in life. Uh, Matt Damon in Suburbicon uh, with Julianne Moore and Oscar Isaac. Uh, yeah, thank I don't you, know. Maybe. Thank you for your service. All I see is you. Crash Pad. The heyday of insensitive bastards. Let there be light. Jigsaw, you're right. That should take number one easy. <laughs> not, 
Yeah. <laughs> I don't even think any of these I other mean, movies are going to be in the top ten. That's directed, uh, George Clooney directed that movie. Yeah. We'll see. Turning on the television, Game of Thrones episodes will reportedly each has a $15 million budget. Which one episode alone has more than so many freaking movies out now. It, I, I just love that Game of Thrones. It's such – I mean, even though we're only getting six episodes, that's We are on the that's last six it. episodes ever. But just to know that there are – there are monies in the bank here. They're throwing us. They're throwing it all at each episode. So I expect to see plenty of dragons. Fifteen million dollar budget says to me a lot of dragons, a lot of White Walkers, a lot of Night King, a lot of Whites, a lot of Drogon. Bring it all. Yeah, you're gonna have to six episodes to end it all. Um, you're gonna have insane I, battles, makeup sets, CG. Basically, I assume that each episode is probably gonna be a little bit longer than an hour. So I imagine we have probably around seven, if not a little more than seven hours left of Game of Thrones. And that oh, is it. man, yeah, it's sad. The I remember a couple seasons ago where it was a million dollars an episode, and now it's fifteen times that. So just get ready for a a ton, a, a plenty yeah. of Game of Thrones prequel shows and spinoffs. You're just gonna get. It, Game of Thrones will not and be done, and but I'll, it watch will, it, I'll watch it all. Every single one of them. Uh, Netflix is going to produce 30 new original anime for release in 2018 as a part of an $8 billion spend Billion. on original content next year. It's because Netflix is a, a juggernaut. You're an anime guy, too. Of course. So you're probably going to catch every single one of these? I mean, at least there's the not, first there's, episode? There's not enough time in the day to, to check anything, but I, I will definitely watch some trailers for each each one that they make because like if an anime is done right, it's – Christ, my collection is, is – Substantial. For anime, it is. So it, I, I think it's great for them to keep pushing it, to keep trying to do their own content rather than you know getting other people's. Netflix will also be producing 80 new original movies in 2018, according to their chief content officer, Ted Sarandos. I mean, that, that's that's awesome. I mean, I'm still waiting to see the Martin Scorsese, the Al Pacino, and uh, Robert De Niro, the, that movie. I'm still waiting to see that one. Yeah, Bob Odenkirk is stars in a Netflix original. Something about girlfriend something or something love or something girlfriend. I'm excited. It's in my queue. He's a good so actor. I'm hyped Funny to watch comedian. that one eventually. Uh, Stranger Things Season 2 will have a bigger budget per episode than the entire uh, budget for Moonlight, which, by the way, one picture of the year. And it, the first season, you figure each episode had it was a $6 million budget for each episode. Now Season 2, we have $8 million. So I've said it before and I'll say it again. The acting phenomenal. The set piece is phenomenal. The setting phenomenal. Uh, I just hope it goes towards the CG. I'm really sure it is because we know we already saw the monster, and I imagine he's not cheap. Uh, it comes out next week. Yeah, and, and same day as Odyssey. I mean, I I'm hoping to to God I am off from work on Friday because I plan. I my goal is to stay up, finish the season. Yeah, because we know we have to do the podcast on Thursday, so I'm gonna literally wake up early as shit Friday. We, try what to a bang it out. Shitty weekend for us not to be able to do the podcast on our normal day. No, but to me, I think I think it's kind of good. Because next week we can talk about it a little Without bit. Without spoilers. Exactly. Both things people be out for a week. are like us. They're going to bang it out in the weekend or a day or whatever. So it'll, it'll, be, it'll yeah. give us time to You breathe. can rest assured that two episodes from now, episode 63, we will have a full review of Super Mario Odyssey and a full review of Stranger Things Season 2. Easily. Easily. <laughs> we will both have that banged out. So that's going to be my Friday night as well is a little bit of Odyssey, a lot of bit of Stranger Things 2. And then Saturday morning, since we're not doing the show, that's when I'm going to bang yeah, out. Yeah, of course. Freaking! I have to be at my dad's at three. I plan on banging out you got hours. six, seven you hours got hours. of Odyssey, man, like easily, uh, which is really cool. The Punisher uh, Netflix series 
they pushed back the trailer due to the events that happened in Vegas, but they did release the trailer. Um, I actually did not watch the trailer. I kind of forgot to, just truth be told. And uh, they will release it on November 17th, which was rumored back when we reported on this show November 17th, but is now official. Same day as Justice League. I I did watch the the trailer, of course. I mean, I'm already hyped for this. This is a day one binge for me. Hey, man, Shane. No, you know me. I didn't really like him as Shane in The Walking Dead, but that's beside the point. But he looks awesome as the Punisher. I mean, it's... It begs the question, why would you release it the same day as Justice League? Like, for me... Marvel I, versus DC? I understand, but, you know... TV uh, versus uh, movies. To me, I think it could hurt him and, and and help him at the same time, at least for me. Justice League's a two-hour investment, three-hour well, investment. They won't get the early morning watch for me, because... Uh, unless I wake up gonna at They're going to be devastated. And I watch one, but Justice League <laughs> will be watched first, and then I'm going to come back and binge The Punisher. But I, I think, again... Just stay up late on Thursday. Metallica Song 1, it was perfect. For the Punisher to have in this trailer, perfect. I'm hyped. I I oh, like it's the day Punisher. one. Day one. Day one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Probably I'll watch episode one day one. That way, the next day we can have our impressions on that yep. and Justice League. Yep. Wow, we're gonna have like a lot of shit. We're gonna have <laughs> a packed fall and winter. Yeah, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm even though even if we know news isn't going to be slow because Christmas is coming, everything's going to be coming out with news and trailers stuff like that. So, but I, I just can't wait. I've been waiting for. Punisher and Justice League for a long time. Ryan Potter of Big Hero Six has been cast as Beast Boy for the live action Titans series. And he looked, I mean, paint him his face green. He's perfect. It's literally perfect casting for Beast Boy. We have now our cast is officially pretty much set. It's all set for Titans and bring on the DC streaming now, am service I getting in it right? 2018. Am I getting it right that Beast Boy is more of a humorous, lighthearted no, character? Oh, oh, God, yeah. He's. He's probably where eighty percent of the comedy is going to be coming from on the show. And have you? Did you see Big Hero? Yeah, 6? which I did like. Okay, good. Yeah, I really did like. So I think it's perfect casting. I I can't wait to see Titans. Well, Big Hero Six will be living on as a TV series moving forward, but it will start with a one-hour TV movie called Baymax Returns. Which I don't know what that is. Baymax, it's, it's it's the big white guy. It's the oh, big is it? Bo- yeah. So so I thought that was six. No, that's no. Is he like the sixth? Big Hero. That's why it's Big Hero Six, like Mighty Number no. Nine. I, I possibly, yeah, possibly, possibly. I, I never saw Big. It's a bit of a while since I seen it, but I, I remember enjoying the movie, movie like it. I, I was always expecting a sequel, but yeah. I mean, hey, if you're gonna bring back a TV movie and bring it back as a TV series, why did not? he speak? Yeah. Okay, so Big Hero guy can speak English. I, 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 I think. I hope so, because it's going to be a TV series. It kind of needs it. I, I, I think he does. That is it for the stories this week, but we will not be leaving you without our new favorite segment, our pick of the week. So I'll start us off. I don't know if we, we mentioned it earlier in the podcast or not, but I saw Bat, Batman vs. Two-Face. We did not we, talk about this yet. And we all know that it was Adam West's last acting role before he you know he passed. Um, I, I finished it. You get exactly what you expect. A, a fun, wacky, old-school Batman flick. Um, Burt Ward still sounds like a kid, which is crazy. Um, you had Julian Newmore back as Catwoman. You actually had... Lee Merriweather, who played Catwoman in the movie after Julie Newmar, I guess the TV series, she stopped, she took over, so she had a little a little voice role there. Um, the original villains came back. Of course, we have Joker. There was Penguin. There was Riddler. There was Mr. Freeze. There was Egghead. There really? Was, yeah, there, there was Hugo Strange. So it kind of it was it was actually the first time um, I think Hugo Strange was in this. The, the Batman with Adam West mm-hmm. in the TV. Obviously, we know in the Batman anime series he was there, but not in when Adam West show was going on. So it was good to see. It was fun. Had a lot of humor, a lot of jokes. Then nice little tribute at the end of the credits, kind of like you know, good day, bright night, you know, stuff like you know. So it, it was very nice, very sweet. I think they did a great job. 
My pick of the week uh, comes from uh, the WWE as this Sunday night, yet another pay-per-view every freaking two weeks. But this will be the last one until Survivor Series in November. But this week is a Raw exclusive kind of pay-per-view TLC tables, ladders, and chairs on the WWE Network. You can get the WWE Network for free. If you sign up now, you get 30 days for free, including the pay-per-view, or you can just pay 10 bucks a month for it, and you get every pay-per-view every month. That's where I will be tomorrow night. Even though the Falcons <laughs> and Patriots are playing a rematch of the Super Bowl, I will be watching uh, TLC, and I'll have the game on my computer. I was, was going to say, I know it's going to be up somewhere, so don't act like you're just watching this. The card is Sasha Banks versus Alicia Fox in the pre-show. Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher versus Rich Swan and Cedric Alexander. Kalisto versus Enzo Amare for the Cruiserweight title. Alexa Bliss versus Mickey James for the Raw Women's Championship. The debuting Asuka. Asuka versus Emma. Asuka undefeated for five years in NXT, making her a WWE debut versus Emma. And I saved the two other matches for last because here is the kicker. This is why it's my pick of the week. It probably would have been anyway, but... Uh, it was originally The Shield, which is Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose. They've reunited to The Shield that they were a few years ago. We're going on a five-on-three match versus The Miz, Sheamus, Cesaro, Braun Strowman, and the returning Kane, who came back on Monday night. Wow. Braun Strowman, Roman Reigns, in a cage match. Uh, Kane rips open the ring, comes up from the bottom of the ring, and grabs Roman Reigns, and the two of them beat the shit out of Roman <laughs> Reigns on Monday night, cementing nice. a three-on-five a virus of um, meningitis, I believe, viral meningitis, oh, has geez. swept the back room of WWE. Roman Reigns caught it. He is officially out for the pay-per-view. Wow. Taking his place for the first time in 11 years in a WWE ring, the Raw general manager, Kurt Angle. It's been a lot of years since we've seen uh, the old Kurt. Kurt Angle, has, who's on TV every week, but not he wrestling. He always looks like wild-eyed crazy. He does. He looks like he a does. Man. So it's Kurt Angle, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose versus The Bar, which is Sheamus and Cesaro, The Miz, Kane, and Braun Strowman in a TLC match. How can they lose? They can't. That's what I'm saying. They, they weren't going to lose before, and yeah, they're not going to lose exactly. now. Exactly. Unless they pin Kurt Angle, and that pisses them off, and then it goes in that storyline versus yeah. Triple H, like I said last week or the week before. The other match was... Finn Balor as the Demon versus Bray Wyatt as Sister Abigail. Uh, that was going to be probably the culmination of this month-long feud that has been going on way too long. We finally saw Sister Abigail, which was just Bray Wyatt with a cloth over his head. And we finally saw Pumpkin Balor because this past week he had new Demon makeup, which was orange and black. He looked like a pumpkin. It was stupid. But Bray Wyatt also caught this, uh, this uh, outbreak, and he has been replaced with AJ Styles, arguably the best wrestler on the planet, we now have a dream match yeah. of Finn Balor versus AJ Which, Styles. I, I, like you said, I think it's a way better match than than Bray Wyatt would be. Um, I'm kind of hoping Finn takes it. I mean, I do like AJ, but I think I like I think Finn. Every time I the clips I watch of him, he goes all out. What I hope, why I hope Finn wins, is because AJ is on SmackDown. So that's why I said in the beginning, it's kind of a Raw exclusive. Yeah. I don't know why they chose AJ. I'm hoping to pop ratings because that's a dream match that we've wanted forever. Um, AJ's on SmackDown. So if AJ maybe comes over to Raw, I don't think so because I think he's going to go for the uh, the, the uh, SmackDown, uh, the WWE Championship off Ginger Mahal. I think that's where AJ's headed. But AJ versus Finn Balor, my goodness. And AJ would not 
really get hurt by taking the pin. So I think I'm with you, Finn Balor over AJ Styles. But that is going to be a fantastic pay-per-view, hopefully tomorrow night. Three women's matches, so check it out. Um, you got the TLC match, the five-on-three. It's going to be a, a glorified episode of Raw, but hopefully a good one. So hopefully you guys take that. That is our picks of the week, and that will do it for episode 61 of We Podcast and We Know Things. Uh, we will be back again Thursday night. Uh, to record this next episode, episode 62. I will release it Thursday night as well, so be prepared. This week you're going to get episode 62 a couple days early. That is our Halloween present to you. So thank you for everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. And before I finish the little poem I had with, with Salma Grady at the, the end here, the reason I did it was Gotham finally introduced a live action of Solomon Grundy, who was um the butch, he was the butch character where he got shot in the head of last episode, last season, and he comes back. So I think, say what you want about Gotham, it is a little wacky, but I thought Solomon Grundy was awesome. So I'll leave you with the the rest of it. Grew worse on Friday, died on Saturday, buried on Sunday. That was the end of Solomon Grundy. Hey everybody, it's Greg and Sam from We Podcast and We Know Things. Uh, We just wanted to point out that we know uh, The Walking Dead is actually coming back. We forgot to mention it on the episode. Yeah, and it's... Obviously, with the ending of last season, it looks like it's going to be army versus army. But, you know, in Walking Dead fashion, it's probably going to be a snail's crawl for the first 40 minutes and then action the last 10, 15. So check it out tomorrow night, Sunday, October 22nd, 9 o'clock AMC, The Walking Dead, Season 8. Go Negan.